let's let's do this for 420 y'all man Let, let's do it this way let's keep cutting yeah that his contribution to sonic 2 was that song is freaking awesome yeah you, that song, that song is, is, yeah. is damn good i love that sonic 2 kid cutty song well, I, I love Kid Cudi altogether, man. But I just wanted to do a shout out to to all the 420 uh, like fanatics out <laughs> there, man. Because we are recording this 420, so I didn't want to like forget about y'all. I should have got properly prepared for this show. I didn't get it, a chance to. If it was really thinking, we should have did like top five weed movies. But <laughs> I'm not, like, no, we ain't gonna really? do all that, man. Right. Next thing you know, everybody thinking that we smoke weed. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm high off life. Yeah. If anybody ever asked me something like that, I'm like. <laughs> We'll have the, a drug bus next week coming here and oh, kick down the door. <laughs> like, what? Like, we just said we like weed movies. We don't like weed, sir. Yeah, three German Shepherds running around. Man. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, man. It's like, how, how y'all been doing this week, man? Everybody doing all right, man? It's man? a like, long week, man. Just, a long-ass week. The weather is just not helping either. You know, it's raining and snowing still. Man, come on. It's... Mother Nature just Mother Nature. Yeah. That's all it is, man. Shit hurt. My, my body hurts. You know what I mean? Like, I wake up sore. I'm sleeping too long, you know? Sheesh. Uh, I'm not going to complain too much. Have you gotten to that point, man, too. where you wake up, man, feeling worse than you did when yeah, you Yeah, because you sleep too long. And, you know, I can't sleep till 12 o'clock like I used to in my early 20s and teens. But even sleeping till 9 o'clock, I'm like, oh, shit, my side hurts. I got to wake up. I'm sore from sleeping too long, you know? Getting well, I'm older. I'm going to not complain too much because yeah. I'm working from home now. And it's not all it's cracked up to be. So, <laughs> just, yeah, my yeah. complaints now is I got too much temptation to day drink and smoke cigarettes and <laughs> trips to the gas station or right. a world of excitement to me uh, now. Because as soon as 6 o'clock hits, <laughs> I will find anything to get out the door and just drive anywhere. I'm so, I'm so used to waking up in the morning, right. going to work, and coming home. This is an adjustment. I'll probably like this a lot more once winter comes around. <laughs> well, shit, we just gotten, we ain't even in summer yet. You know, we got a ways to go on that. Uh, one, ways so. to go. Man. I don't oh, hear I'm, people outside playing and shit when oh, I'm at work. Hell yeah. Little kids outside <laughs> having a blast. Wait, kids still play outside? <laughs> I haven't seen it. Damn, I thought that was like a. I'm, I'm living in the past, huh? <laughs> I was like, what neighborhood you in, man? Like, the kids actually go outside and play. I ain't seen that. I don't know how long. <laughs> I gotta force my kids to go outside. Like, hey, I'll give y'all twenty dollars. <laughs> you know how sad it is. You got to give your kids money man, to go do something. Like, oh, man. Yeah, in my neighborhood, you would hear fifty year old men screaming at each other pretty much. Open that fucking door! It's like, I got to move on a better side of town. I know that. Shit. <laughs> Southeast is not for me. Good oh. lord! Oh, damn! It was fun being a kid back in the day. Yeah, oh, no man. worries, no worries at all. Well, yeah, man, that was light. Yeah, it don't change until you start paying bills. Yeah. So you're responsible for all the bills. <coughs> Damn it. Oh, man. Y'all, y'all ever got to that point, man, where y'all y'all see a bill come in the mail and y'all hold up to the light because you don't want to open it? I, <laughs> I don't even. I just leave it in the mailbox and I feel like messing with it. They're probably like, damn, does he live here? Shit. I just, a bill just, if it's something else, I'll grab it. But that bill, those bills stay in here longer. Like, ah, shit. I don't even want to look at that. And seem like they get you that shit quick. I order some shoes, take them six weeks. A bill come two days later as soon as it come out. Like, God damn, how did I get this motherfucker here? Somebody bring it in their car, drive it right. I'll take it right to his. I'll take it right to I don't Sean Brown. I'll take it right to him right now. Damn. Cell phone bill instantly. I order a watch three weeks. Man, what the hell? Like your bill is ready. I, I just know. paid y'all. Man. I, know. I don't want it to be ready, man. Damn. I'll be nosy with my own mails. Like, no, nah, I ain't opening that. I'm yeah. just going to be nosy. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I give it to my wife. Like, hey, Bill came. You got it? Yeah. Oh, 
I should give my kids some bills. My, my oldest son, he working now. I'm like, hey, y'all, y'all gonna learn about taxes yeah. right now, man. Y'all gonna know about. Thinking y'all, he be calculating his money throughout the week. I was like, oh, that's so cute. I remember when I used to do that. Right. <laughs> calculate. You better calculate half that shit being gone, boy. Yeah. No, you better calculate how much gas money you're gonna give me. Like, that's what I'm be thinking about. Oh, <laughs> hey, anything he wants now, he can get for himself. You know, shoes. Video games, whatever, you know, so. No, I told him, man, like, y'all gonna look at money a lot differently when y'all have to start paying for y'all own shit. Man. Right. Like, don't, like, y'all got, y'all can pay for your own food. You're gonna get your own gas, man. You're gonna go out and get your own drink. If you thirsty, man, like, my groceries are my groceries. I'm gonna go back to put my name on shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I go downstairs, like, trying to get me a bowl of cereal. Next thing you know, I shake up the box, man. There's only, like, four, like, oh, frosted flakes in that there. bitch. Oh, that hurts. Like, yeah. why do you put the box back first? Uh-huh. Like, first off, just throw it away. First off, don't be leaving me there, man, like, thinking I got, like, a nice little box of, like, frosted flakes <laughs> coming down the fight. Nah. Yeah. Ooh, I hate these kids, man. Ooh, I can't wait for them to move out, man. <laughs> They got a ways to go. No, I'm going to prepay like a, a, a rental truck. Right. Like, y'all won't get out, man. As soon as y'all hit 18, I don't care go. if it's the middle of the year. Man. Man. I need to leave my house. They wouldn't know how to. They wouldn't know where to start, man. We, my parents said that to me. That was not the case. It was, 18 was not the case, you know. It wasn't ready yet, you know. So Especially now, these kids definitely not ready, you know. So uh, They act like they grow. They better get ready. Shit, that's a huge wake up when you start paying bills and Trying to get stuff in your name, and you got to pay for the gas to go just anywhere, you know. So, you got to pay for car payment, insurance, water, trash. I mean, like, yeah, damn. It's impossible. You know? It oh, is yeah. hard to. $20 don't do shit for the gas tank. No, nowadays. I $20 was like, whew, I'm good. Not no more, man. Yeah. I spent $20 in, man. My needle barely moved, man. Yeah. I started tapping on the gauge. Like, come on, man. Like, my car must be messed Jeez. up, man. I know I got more money. <laughs> I got to pop some chips and Reese's, and it was like 15 something dollars. Like, God damn, man. <laughs> what Reese's did I get? Man. Can't get king size. I know. No you man. can't even. Yeah, king size is like three something. You know what I mean? Like, come on. This is. Yeah, man. When so. they had the quarter bag of chips, man. Yeah. Damn, man. They don't even make that shit. No, not anymore. Man. I used to get a Fago. A bag of Doritos would be like a dollar twenty-five. You know what I mean? A dollar seventy-five, something, something small. You know. So. I mean, I got like a bag of chips and a pop. I think it was like five something. I was yeah, like, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh. A big bag of Doritos is like three dollars almost. So. Oh, or even more than that. Might be four dollars. It is. Yeah, you go to the wrong gas yeah, station. Yeah, you yeah. got to go to the grocery store for the Doritos. Yeah. But, yeah. Damn man, what happened? What happened to life? Man? <laughs> we, we got old as a shit. We man. did, man. Definitely it's old. serious. Yeah. <coughs> Damn, I guess I can add that to my list, man. The price of movie tickets nowadays be pissing yeah. me off. Like, come on, man. I just want just want to watch a movie, man. Like, I ain't trying to take out a loan. <laughs> Jeez, it's oh, tough, man. Well, it's tough, man. Like, Ryan, you been you been good this week, man? Working from home, man. Everything all right? Uh, it's 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 a living. Uh, I'm not in that unemployment line yet, so uh, I'll I'll take it as a blessing. But uh, yeah. Uh, I'm damn near putting in ten hour days at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that's contributed to my tardiness, even for this podcast. A couple of days, <laughs> uh, I'm supposed to be from eight thirty six, and uh, yeah, it's, I find myself working eight o'clock to seven thirty sometimes. But it's it's a job, and uh, I did get out at the right time. I told you guys pretty much about my situation. Uh, the last job I worked at before I made this transition, I have been there for eight and a half years. I got out the right time. Um, when that job finally closed down on Illinois Road, uh, they let everybody go the day randomly and haven't paid them for the last two weeks of work. Man. So they were already working for free that week that everybody else got 
laid off and they haven't been paid yet. Oh, it's, so it's you like Negro Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> you saw that coming. Okay. Okay. Inside information. I got out yeah. at the right time, yes. And we all saw it coming, and I just happened to luckily have an offer pending that I took advantage of. And I'm, it seems like it's the right choice. And uh, it seems like uh, it's, it's the way of the world right now. Everything's getting smaller. People are learning to do more with less. And it's a struggle out here, but I'm still standing. And uh, just just happy to be breathing right at this point. I saw we had snow a couple of days ago. It's in mid-April. Yeah, still getting snow in Indiana. Ain't that up? That's Indiana for you. Yeah, Indiana weather bees like that sometimes. Dead serious. Yeah. Oh Lord, Sabnatrashaw, you been good? Everything oh man, right? just uh, just working, doing, and having the same feeling as Ryan. Just every day it seems longer. You know, like really, damn man, work. It's just time is not moving fast enough for me. You know, I'm just. I just feel like I'm hanging on to the weekend, and I always say that. But last weekend wasn't fun. We went four-wheeling. Um, Lacey has some okay. four-wheelers. That you I guys are living a hell of a life. Y'all vacationing, having yeah, fun? Yeah, yeah, she took it. me on a damn path and shit. I was scared, man. We went back there with a... The people have the hills have eyes and shit. People, man. God <laughs> oh, damn, man, it's scary back here. But they got she has a nice little property to herself, and her son's got four wheelers, and you can fish. It's like heaven for me, you know. Oh what I mean, you can, yeah, you can that's fish. like retirement. Yeah, no, right it's nice. Serious. It's nice. So we got to do that, uh, but just you know. And then the weekend on that and having to go to work was just like a, a downer for me. Like, I'm having fun and like, oh, I've got to go to work. And like, ah, it's just, Bet. it's a downer, you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> just trying to get to this weekend and see what else comes about, you know what I mean? So, but just, i uh, just been watching some shows here and there and just trying to make it, like I said, just trying to make it to the end of the week and see where that goes. So, yeah. Uh, I was like, what is podcast? Day. Yeah. Me, like, we at the halfway point. Right. Well, we don't hump day for <laughs> sure now, but man, work is kicking my ass. Yeah, sheesh. Oh, work, work is cool, man. Like I can just know the trick is, man. Stop looking at your watch. Yeah, stop looking at your watch. Just, just listen going. to you, listen to your earbuds all day uh, if yeah. you can. Yeah, that's a nice little trick for me. I can just listen to my music all day. Like most of the time, I'm just like focused. I just keep busy, man. It's like when you get bored, that's when time be like, yeah. Oh yep. Lord, man, time be slow as hell. Stand still, yeah. Aside uh, from that, man, this everything been all good. I got to see a movie last weekend. I got to watch the Dumbledore uh, movie. It was a little bit disappointing. It was still all right, but it was a little bit disappointing. I felt like they could have ended that little trilogy a little bit better. But aside from that, so it was, it was a it planned was still, trilogy. Yeah, it was a planned trilogy that, that they had. So I don't think they're going to do any more after that. It was still kind of weird because because uh, Johnny Depp got replaced by um, uh, damn, I can't remember that guy. Mads uh, something or other. Uh, Middleton. Yeah. So, yeah, first off, like, I was like, if y'all gonna replace somebody like that, at least make him look like Johnny Depp did in the last movie. Like, you know, go ahead, give him the gray hair and all that other shit so I can, it's an easier transition. Him just taking over his his acting role, it just felt kind of weird. It's like, they're not even gonna acknowledge this dude looks totally different. It's not like when, like, uh, Don Cheadle took over for uh, Terrence Howard. You know, like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's still pretty true. We get a tall, light-skinned guy replaced by a short, black, dark-skinned guy. <laughs> It was, there's no resemblance at all, yeah. which was a welcome change, though. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like they kind of acknowledge it in a funny way in the movie. It was like, all right, man, we're gonna we just going to just throw somebody else in there and act like we don't know that this dude is totally different. It's like, you're like, come on, man, y'all could have made the transition. I started getting mad at Amber Heard for a little bit. I was like, all right, man, I'm not the biggest Johnny Depp fan, but damn it, man, you could just let Johnny finish out his damn trilogy, mm-hmm. man. This looks weird. Appar- it, apparently today there's news that she did hit him. She, they had her confirming oh. that she did on tape. Somebody taped her, and she's like, "Yeah, I, I, I hit him a few times. Yeah, 
And Good lord, that's that's not a small thing. That's yeah, abuse. I know. Yeah, we because he that, got yeah. they, they yeah. caught Johnny Depp on tape talking about he had heard the next thing you know yeah. they think that they got the smoking gun right mm-hmm. there but I was like I've I been hearing a lot of weird stuff in that trial me heard, too like the friends pooped on his bed or something I was like oh, what the hell it was oh like a, it was like a weird weird little story that popped up on TMZ yeah. that showed up on my phone like uh, Amber Heard like uh, like like admit like with friend like they pooped on Johnny Depp's bed or something. I was like, like why? Yeah, apparently Johnny Depp has like um, a butler or something because she said uh, she chastised him for taking off his own boots. That's what he said. She chastised him for removing his shoes, and he said that that was just something small she would do. Like he was like, that's how bad she made him feel. Like, damn, you can't take off your own shoes with her? Like, don't you take off no goddamn shoes in here. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell kind of relationship did y'all have? You know what I mean? So, I would imagine and they were living only married for like a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And she's super gravy, too. And Aquaman. Man, looking real fine. See, now keep that in context, man. That's only a couple of years marriage, right? What do you think Will happened Smith. to Will Smith in his house? Dead <laughs> serious. I think Will Smith is like misery right now. He got a four by four between his legs and shit. You know what I mean? So goddamn, we need to look back at video. He might be blinking Morse code to us. Yeah, in I know. <laughs> like, help me, I know, please, man, please take her away from know, me. Goddamn, somebody save me. This woman is no good for me Not at all. Oh, Lord. You guys do not like Jada Pinky. Not at all. Oh, no, man. No, I barely liked her before them because I, I always know. thought there was something about her that seemed really, really fake. Like, you see people that kind of act fake, like, in public. You can tell, like, that's not really how they talk. You know how you talk to somebody fake and they change your voice with the fakeness? Yeah. I, 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 I do that all the time. I, I hate that happens to me. It's like, hey, how you doing? And you're like, fine, how are you? <laughs> uh, like, she seems like that kind of fake. Like, mm. she would just be like that person that's got Will all out of character. She just... She's just living this high life, knowing that she gets to you know, rub elbows with a lot of people she would not be rubbing elbows with if it wasn't for her man. So I'm like, all right, man, Jada, like, just chill out, just be happy, man. Like, do something on your own. Be like independent. Like, she makes me have a newfound respect for Kim Kardashian for Christ's sake. Wow, well, just keep low. her ass out the spotlight. Yeah, I mean, you don't got to be in the spotlight anymore. Do your little rock band crap. Stop spilling too. the dirt. Wait, Jada's in a rock band? Yes. Oh yeah. I thought that was Willow. No, no, no. I know, I know I see Willow out there with her shaved head. Google that. Yeah, she's doing... been in a rock band for over 20 years now, like hard rock metal. Like, yeah, she's the only really? only black band member. And, yeah, they all dress in black. Yeah, you. this looks like uh, something from, from the 80s. She thinks she's Jimi Hendrix? <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't. You see a bat's head getting bit off. You see their performance. I've never heard any music of theirs. But, yeah, she's been in this rock band for over two decades now. Hard rock. What's the name of this rock? I, I gotta I, Google it. I, I, I'm uh, confused. Like, how's she making music all this time? Ain't nobody know about it. Yeah, believe she's key. not. She's not the only one. Russell Crowe's in a band. What is, what is Russell Crowe? <laughs> Jada Pinkett is not so, Russell Crowe. She's not. But we can't a lot disrespect of, Russell Crowe like a lot, that. There's a, there's a lot of artists. I'm pretty sure Johnny Depp probably had a band. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of actors out there that probably had bands. So, <laughs> you know, dead serious. Like, like, we get it. We yeah. get it. But yeah, Jada. All right, heavy rock. Man, I never would. I would either. That, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. All right, we can't be shocked, man, because there's like this. There's new type of black people out there, man. Mm-hmm. We we listen to all kinds. I listen to rock music. I prefer '80s pop, so I know that Me throws too. people off yeah. when I listen to that. It's mm-hmm. like, like, come on, man. Like, I will listen. to Who Pat, doesn't listen to '80s? Pop? I will one thousand percent take Pat Benatar any day over Jay Z. I will listen to that all damn day. I, will <laughs> I, I don't know about all that. But hey, that's, I have that's just me. 
Because well, I can't listen to that. I'm, I'm, I'm a Fiona shit. Apple fan, so yeah, I'm not going to talk too much. I'm sort of the same. I'm starting, there you go. <clears throat> I'm starting to get to the point like somebody drive down my street and they got the beats going. And I'm like, man, goddamn. <laughs> Turn that shit off. You know what I mean? You old. I, I know, man. I'll be getting mad. And I used to like, that was like the thrill to have beats in your car. You know what I mean? With the That's a young person's game. Right. Like, I hate I this shit. I still kind of want to do that sometimes, yeah. but I, I want to play like something like something else. Yeah. I want to be like, you know what, man? I want to get KC and the Sunshine Band, see how these folks <laughs> do on this. On this. Right. Well, you, I'm the same way. You would never know when you get in my car you might hear jay-z or uh, uh kanye or kendrick lamar but then you might hear uh uh what's his name uh boy george or prince or michael jackson you, you just never know with me you know sade you might hear sade in my car you know what i mean like oh, yeah. i just switch it up depending on what mood i am yeah you know so yeah I, I think once you get older you need to diversify like your musical taste and your, yeah. and your movie taste for that matter because oh, yeah. you can't keep watching the same thing over and over right, again right because it was like like, like that I'll be struggling to find like a good black movie yeah. at this point because yeah. I used to love my black movies back in the day, man. Like a uh, Menace to Society, uh, South Central. I used to watch all that stuff nonstop religiously because I just love the black stories. Now it's kind of like, like it's mostly miss and no hit. Like yeah. I don't really see blackest is still pretty cool. I, I'm still binging that, so that's still be pretty cool to watch. I have like a black show. He's unapologetically black. Mm-hmm chastising white people in every damn episode. I'm almost like, damn, man. Like, ease up on the blackness, man. Let the white people breathe, man. They ain't do nothing to you, man. They cool, man. Let them live. But I was just kind of like, all right, man, they couldn't, they couldn't possibly, like, do that now. And just, like, I feel like they just need that to get balanced, man. You got to over-black something in order for people to, like, to feel a little bit better. That's how that Black Lives Matter stuff that kind of gave them a little bit of a boost of, like, you know what, let's just give them more education on black history. So it, it feels a little bit more accept it i guess as opposed to how it probably would have been back then it's kind of like uh like it's kind of like sledgehammer like ryan said like you keep beating us over the head with this message and there's all the stuff like like ease up on it man like we want to make up our own minds exactly but, yeah but overall i, I would say still been me benching blackish I'm, I'm still really enjoying myself that's good i'm shocked that's a show when i saw the initial previews before i thought okay i'll have a season or two we'll never see again and i yeah. never gave it a chance but apparently that that is a really good show, and I think they're on season nine or ten, finishing out the series. And they got two spinoffs. I didn't know that. They yeah. have. They ha- I know they the have. Uh, they have uh, grownish when the one girl goes to college, and I, apparently they got mixedish. The one that has a uh, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross because she's mixed. She's half black, half white. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're doing a spinoff of that now. I'm not sure about that. I haven't watched it. I watched grownish. It's it's, it's all right. Not like not like uh, blackish, but you know what. As far as having spinoffs, it's not like a a different world, like spinning off of the Cosby Show, or whatever. But it's it, it's still pretty good. So I hope they keep that going, man, because it needs a little bit more balance on like the the black uh, shows that we used to have. It ain't no Living Single, Martin. <laughs> uh, oh man, I miss those shows. The Jamie Foxx show, like I I miss those Dead those serious. shows. We had it. We had it made back then. Yeah, Lord, for sure. Man. I'm just hoping they don't ruin it by trying to do a reboot and some of that because they did that with Bel Air. I'm not sure how to feel about. That. Have either one of you guys? I haven't watched. I was going to ask y'all, have y'all seen an episode or two of Bel Air? Because a lot of people say that it's pretty good, but even me, it's kind of like it might be pretty good, but it's not the Bel Air that we were used to growing up. Like the the comedy of it. This feels like it's like a drama. The way people keep describing mm-hmm. it. Like, come on, man. We just had power and all this other stuff. I don't need another drama. I don't need another snowfall, man. Just give me like a good funny show, or whatever. Like, nah. It is what it is. I'll just let it go. Everybody's trying to be the next wire, unfortunately. 
There ain't nobody else out there. That's what right, I'm don't, don't get me started, man. Like you already know how I feel about the wires. It's the best. It's the best written show ever. It's, it's nothing I'm else is going to top that. I'm, maybe Sopranos is a close second. I'll give them that. And maybe Mash. Mash just for longevity. Yeah. A lot of people watch that shit, man. Yeah, that right. has a huge fan base. My grandma, God rest her soul, loved Mash. I used to like be ready to go to bed as soon as that came on. Like, oh, I'm not. What is so this. good about that show? I don't know. As soon as that helicopter would come on, I'm like, oh, oh no, I'm out. You yellow letters come up. I'm out of here. I'm like, all right, I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah, I'm coloring, playing Sonic back then. At the time, you know, I mean, I'm doing something other than watching Mash. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, shout out to all y'all match fans, mm-hmm. man. I don't say, like, y'all, y'all some loyal fans. Yeah, I think loyal that ass fans. Sure. Damn, everybody on that show got to be dead by now, I right? I know, they, you know, that shit's been around since like, the early 80s. I don't know how long it's been out, but it's been out for a minute. Oh, so. All right, man, we're going to have a different format for this week's show. This week's show, we have all agreed that we want to do our top five list for things that we hate about movies. Mm-hmm. Now... At first, this 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 throw me off when I first saw that text. Like top five of the things that we hate about movies, <laughs> I was like, only five? Yeah, because <laughs> I could have been ten, but I could have yeah. easily went to twenty. Yeah, I was like, because y'all know how I nitpick certain me movies, too. but there is certain like genres I hate. But it was like top five things I hate about movies. I was like, all right, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. Top five, and actually, that I when Ryan was down for, I was like, huh. I'm like, well, I wonder what Ryan's going to write down. Right. I'm like, I'll, I'll start betting money with myself. I was like, I bet you Ryan's going to hate this. Ryan's going to yeah. hate that. Man, I'm, gonna hate I'm, I'm excited to, not only for you guys to hear what I got to say, but I'm super excited to hear what you guys I kept, oh, say. I, I try to keep mine a little more lighthearted. Just things that annoy me in movies. Hey, I stuff I would say I'd hate. I have, I have a huge list. But to me, I had to narrow it down to five because, like you said, it would be too long. That was the tough part, yeah, narrowing yeah, down the top yeah. five things that I actually want to put yeah. on, on podcast. Yeah. Like, all right, I might get canceled if I say something like that. <laughs> I kept it a little more lighthearted, but stuff I would notice growing up over the years. I'm like, man, what the hell? And a lot of my stuff is geared towards, like, maybe more horror movies or stuff like that. But there's some couple things in here that right. that is geared to just movies in general, too. So, yeah. I was shocked how difficult this was for me. That was, uh, I just, I this think this was thinking, hard for me. Um, as someone who loves, loves, loves movies, uh, writing about it, I, I have noticed whenever just critiquing it since this podcast, it's hard for me to write about the stuff I hate as opposed to stuff I like. I have much more fun uh, getting prepared to talk about stuff I enjoy as opposed to dogging stuff I, I don't like. So, And this was a challenge for me. So, And, yeah, believe me, I got my nitpicks just like you two. But, yeah, this, this, this was a tough it, it was tough for me to get this five together. Mm. I had about six or seven ideas, and uh, that was tough to even come up with that. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hear what you guys got to say. All right. Well, that makes it a little bit better than a little bit tougher, you know. So, All right. Now, which one of y'all want to start it off? I can go first. Y'all can go first. <coughs> go ahead. Get... Knock it out, man. All right. I'm, let, let me lead off, man, because, like I said, I had a lot <laughs> on this list. <laughs> And my wife was looking at me, and I was just, like, typing fast as hell. I ain't never, t- I ain't never typed on my phone so damn fast, man. You thought I was possessed, man. I was like, oh, I hate this, I hate that, I hate this, I hate that. And all of a sudden, I just feel like, all right, man, slow it down, slow it down. This is going to be a five-hour podcast. I'm going to start talking about everything that I hate, man. Right, Let's just right. keep it simple. But my number one, as far as what I hate about movies, that is, number one, the over-the-top racist character. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is the one thing yeah. that bugs me to my damn core. 
it's always it's always like all right first off i said a while ago i can't stand watching slave movies or mm-hmm. where they have like movies where like there's some minority being subservient to white people. Right. Pretty much a slave movie at this point. So, yeah, whenever I see, like, The Help or 12 Years a Slave or anything like, anything that's even close to that, they always have, like, these these movies where there's, like, a, a over-the-top, like, white character that represents all the white, like, hate out in the world. Like, you ever seen that movie uh, Pride with Terrence Howard where they was, like, being, like, a swim team? Then all I remember sudden, the piece remember, for that. Yeah, Never I, saw that. I I saw then all of a sudden, they have Tom Arnold, and he's like the over-the-top man, extra racist. Like I'm always questioning. I'm trying to get the black kids in trouble. Like get out of my pool. It's yeah. like, like what is wrong with y'all? Like right. nobody acts like that for real. Like like real racism is subtle and yeah, quiet. Very subtle. It's not. It's not that loud, man. They made him like way too over-the-top as a character. It's like, all right, man, you can't be representing your race like this, man. Right. <laughs> So whenever I see that character in movies, it bugs me and it, it kind of kills the movie for me. Like in the help, like um, what's the one girl that uh, was in Jurassic uh, World? Uh, ah. Redhead Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, like Bryce. That. There we go. Ron Ron Howard's dark. So when I saw her in the help, it's almost like yeah, you are way over the top, man. You are just way too expressive of how much you hate black people, like like stuff like that. It it, it kills the movie for me because it's almost like man, no real character would ever act like that. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you putting this character in cinema? You just put them there just so that the audience can hate them. And kudos for doing such a great acting job, so to speak. But whenever I see that, it immediately turns me off. So that is, like, my number one pet peeve in movies. The -the over-the-top racist character. That's pretty common, yeah, yeah. Now, if y'all think about it, there's a lot of them. If y'all ever actually go look back, it's like, all right, you you're doing you doing the most right now. Chill out. <laughs> well, uh, let's stick on that topic because uh, I got uh, some opinions on that. And yes, over the top racism is um, been prevalent since the birth of cinema. Uh, freshman year in college, uh, with a major in film production. One of my teachers decided to show Birth of a Nation from 1912, I believe. And this movie was made by a vocal white supremacist. And all his black characters in this, who were not only villainized, um, they were in blackface. And so they had white actors with black paint on playing the black characters. And they, if you haven't seen the original Birth of the Nation, this was pretty much saying how the Ku Klux Klan in the Confederate South could have possibly made America better by if they would have won the Civil War and if, if the Ku Klux Klan wasn't pretty much demonized. And uh, it is absolutely tough to watch as a black man to see how they portrayed black people in this. Mm-hmm. And they even had a scene where they they one of the characters said uh, was reminiscing about what it looked like if black people um, had seats in Congress. And uh, they had a clip of the only actual black actors in the movie their shoes off feet up eating chicken and watermelon sitting <laughs> in a congress seat it is absolutely horrifying yeah. and um it didn't really get much better from that as and up until maybe the 70s 80s you couldn't even be in a black actor in a movie unless you had a smile on your face mm-hmm. lord, lord i mean it was it was it's bad um and i do think that modern racism is far more subtle in today's age, but we do live in a country of the United States where for the majority of it, you could be openly at racist and it was accepted. And th- I do think that is reality. 
I, 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 and some <coughs> some movies it, it is does make it a little over the top and unrealistic. But some movies I don't I don't think some of the stuff we saw in in Django Unchained or uh, a movie I highly recommend of the seventies, Mandingo, which um, Django got a lot of inspiration from. Uh, give that a, I I do think those are more accurate representations of what America's mm-hmm. like. Or another Quentin Tarantino movie, um, which I adore, uh, The Hateful Eight. Yeah, I think that's an accurate mm-hmm. representation of probably what that era of the United States was like. But yeah, when you're dealing with modern society, yes, racism is far more subtle. But we can't discount how open and accepted it was for the majority of the 400 years of America's existence. But yes, the over the top, not only racist but villains, that is a pet peeve of mine. So I do definitely see where you're, where you're coming from, Tommy. I definitely see your point on that. Okay, awesome. All right, no, no, we want to take the next one, man. Let me let me hear this. I, I'm I'm very excited to hear what y'all hate. All right, well, my I'll go with my number one, and I'm gonna go a little bit lighter than that one. But uh, yeah, it's just like I said, this stuff I've noticed throughout my years. All right, I'm gonna go with the fumbling of the gun when you need it most. <laughs> I can't stand that, man. Toss me the gun uh, whenever they need the gun to be useful they drop that shit in a sewer they leave it they put grease all over it somehow and they're trying to or they're shoot out it. of bullets out of bullets jams whenever the monster or the antagonist can uh is like bulletproof or something they got the best shots ever they crisp on the shots they uh you know reload and shoot at him because the bullets don't harm them but whenever the bullets can harm the monster or antagonist and the bad guy, they just dropping the ball. You know what I mean? The, the, the gun is never useful because they, they always dropping it or they can't they miss. Or like you said, they have that one bullet. They only got one bullet left to save the entire movie. You know what I mean? I, I just can't stand that. Like, come on, man. Who's going to just drop the gun? <laughs> like Bruce Willis, he's climbing up something. And he, or, he, or, or, or Danny Glover in Predator. He's climbing the damn thing. He drops the gun off the goddamn thing. Like, man, <laughs> come on. You could have shot the Predator in the head right there. He drops it off the damn balcony you know what i mean like come on man i just hate i hate that in movies like the guns they just i guess it's to make the movie longer you know what i mean because it would be us we would you know sh- use the gun right away you know what i mean and then when they do finally shoot the guy or what they shoot him one time and oh whoo we got him you know what i mean and michael myers you got man i'm no, shooting I- i'm unloading the clip on michael myers you know what i mean like <laughs> i'm loading i'm cutting his head off and putting him in a blender you know what i mean like i'm doing everything <laughs> But the guns, for some reason, and especially because I love horror movies, and horror movies, the guns are useless. They useless. right when they about to get can use the gun. This is it. Where's the gun? Oh shit! I left the gun. Man, goddamn it! Stop leaving the gun. Or I saw seeing a guy crash through a wall. The the gun got left on the damn kitchen cabinet in the house. They, they left. They crashed through a house and left the gun on the kitchen cabinet. The next scene, they don't have the gun. They could have used the gun. I can't remember what I was watching, but I'm like, come on, man, take the gun. You know you're fighting something. Some antagonist, some monster, some being, you, you, you need the gun. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I'm my number one, I can't stand for them to be fumbling the gun. I cannot take that. It's so obvious that they're trying not to end the movie, you know? So yeah. for me, number one is the, the stupid fumbling of the gun there. So <laughs> just to go along with that, because yeah. I'm going to kind of attach yeah. like an add on to that. The bad guys with horrible aim. Yeah, yeah. Horrible oh, aim. Like the Star Troopers. Storm Troopers are like, right. they, are, they don't they even hit shit at <laughs> like 10 movies. Ever. They don't even be aiming. They got the gun down <laughs> That's here, a running like, joke at this point. Yeah. So. yeah they, they're like a 10 year old with a shotgun. Man. Right. They don't got no aim and like no precision, man. Anytime you expect them to get a shot off, it's like, 
remember what I said in Fast uh, Furious Nine? Yeah. It's kind of like 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 they acknowledge in the movie. It's like yeah. like why the bad guys always have like the worst aim? Yeah, yeah. like they don't hit shit. They right. got like a sawed off shotgun, man. <laughs> you can blast anything like yeah. ten feet, and they miss every damn every, thing because they, they would end the movie, you know. And like you said, the stormtroopers never hit nothing. You know, I mean, the damn uh, Jedi just be blocking it with the damn lightsaber. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. Everybody missing? Come on now. Jeez. Yeah, the whole fumbling of the gun. Uh, like, I feel like Samuel Jackson, like, was a part of, like, two of those annoying scenes. One in Pulp Fiction, where yeah. the dude jumped out the the uh, the room and he shot at him. Like, yeah. I loaded the gun didn't hit a damn thing but the uh, wall. Right. <laughs> and then you have Samuel Jackson in, um, oh, damn, what was that other movie that I saw, man? Like, where I feel like he just missed every, every damn thing. It was like a... I said Pulp Fiction. What was the other one? Uh, no, um, what was it? Um, the Die Hard movie where they uh, with a vengeance was the third a, one. Was the third one where he had like the gun that pointed at the dude, oh yeah jam and then, yeah. And then Clint, he's like, dude, you gotta take the safety off. Yeah, that and was I like that yeah. scene. That, yeah, he wasn't. He didn't no. know how to use a gun. Yeah, I like that. No, it was fine. Like, all right, man, you finally gonna kill the bad guy. Right, have a chance, dude. And all but of a sudden, would... click, you don't know how to use a gun. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he's oh. sitting there eating an apple or something, and he just takes it off and shoots him in the leg. Yeah, or something. That like was that. consistent with yeah. his character. Right, right, right. Now yeah. there is a movie with uh, <clears throat> my boy Chow Yun Fat, which you guys haven't seen. Put it in your must watch. It's called Hard Boiled. Top no, five haven't. action. You said you have seen I it? haven't seen that. Oh, no. my God, Tommy. Please, before this year's over, watch Hard Boiled, directed by John Woo, starring Trying Fat. Oh, my Lord. It, it's action perfection. A 20-minute tracking shot through a hospital and the movie's climax, It is, it, which actually goes in and out of an elevator on multiple floors, one of the best tracking shots of all time. But I'm dead serious. When you watch that movie, the opening shootout, watch how many times – Chow Yun Fat reloads his gun. I'm literally <laughs> a, a, a 15 bullet tops 9 millimeter. He shoots at least 100 times. No reloading at all. It's, it's, it's so bad. Another thing I hate about that, too, is like <clears throat> whenever they try to get somebody to do something, they always got to cock the gun to get them like, Ch -ch. you know what I mean? Like, Come on, man. I see you there with a big ass shotgun. I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like whenever you watch it, man, oh, you, you're not going to do it. Hold on. And then they're like, oh, okay. You put the, oh, okay. You must be ready for this. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that. Like, this, I see you with the gun. You don't have to keep, you know, cocking it. You know, yeah, so I, I no, that's like an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you already got one in the chamber, man. How many times are you gonna buff us all around? I'm gonna kill you. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, that used to be a really bit, that used to be a really bad thing. You ever see like people making videos of like um, movie errors, and then they said like, dude, you got like a you got you got a revolver. You only got six shots. How, right. you, how you get off twelve shots? <laughs> <laughs> Some movies will count it out. I heard six shots. <laughs> like Django, you know what I mean? Like with Samuel Jackson, he's like, I got two guns, nigga. Uh, yeah. Girl, I, feel, I feel like John. <laughs> Which has a fumbling gun scene in that yeah, also. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fumbling the gun and stuff. <laughs> I feel like John Wick actually, like, they listened to all that, like, negativity about, like, not reloading, and he really paid attention to it. John Wick, like, stapler guns in his hand. The way he was reloading. You know, he just he super reloading. Point, yeah. yeah, he made it seem like shooting a gun was very easy, you know, so. Uh, yeah, so. All right. Next time you guys watch Pulp Fiction um, and the guy busts out the room and unloads him, hits nothing, uh, big blooper in that, the bullet holes are already on the on the wall behind <laughs> okay. uh, Samuel Jackson and John Travolta before the guy shoots. Oh, I never noticed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They shot multiple takes of that, and that's, that's one that got left in there. Now, they kind of played it off because there was supposed to be some kind of spiritual aspect of it. Right. That made him change his whole look on life. Yeah. yeah that's why I heard Tarantino left in there. 
But next time you watch that movie, you guys will never unsee this. <laughs> as soon as he bursts out the door before he shoots, the holes on the wall are already yeah, there behind okay. Samuel Jackson and John Travolta. You will never unsee that. Yeah. Sorry if I – it makes the movie better than me, but right. sorry if I ruined it. Yeah, oh, I'll be looking for that. So what you got there, Ryan? All right, Ryan, man, what you got, man? All right. Um, for dramatic effect, I'm saving my number one for last. I didn't know you guys were starting counting from one to five. I'm, I'm saving my number one for dramatic effect. I think effect. all mine's going to be in any, oh, any place. Mine's going in order at order this also point, too, yeah, They I all got, equally yeah. are hated by me. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, this number five for me was uh, sprung upon a recent movie I saw. This what gave me the idea for this, and this has been a pet peeve of mine for years. I'll probably mention on this podcast. Recently saw a very mediocre movie by the name of Moonfall. Yeah, I saw that. I'm Did, sorry. I'm sorry for your love. Uh, oh, my God. What a waste of two terrible. hours. Oh we told, I think we told you that was yeah. a bad movie. I knew, I, yeah, I didn't expect much, but I had some free time. I just wanted to catch up on everything I haven't seen. And that was one of them. And, uh, and I'm a Halle Berry fan. But, man, that movie sucks so freaking bad. It was absolutely terrible. It was absolutely terrible. And one of the tropes of have you guys probably noticed over the past 10 years is Hollywood pondering to the Chinese audience over the past decade, because there's a few billion of Chinese people. China has surpassed the United States for the highest grossing uh, yearly ticket buying audience. So Hollywood who depends on these high budget movies to make a profit by the Chinese gross will throw <laughs> some Chinese character in there just for the hell of it. And Moonfall was one of the absolute uh, worst cases of that. There was an absolutely useless character who was a foreign exchange student who was absolutely useless to the plot, um, was only in there just to serve. Just so This was actually a half- Asian production. So when the credits come on, there's some Hong Kong company I never heard of that said produced by, and that's obvious. You can tell that's the only reason that this character's in the movie. And uh, you'll see this in any high budget movie. It looks like there's a lot of money behind it. Uh, the last part of that big shark movie with Jason Statham, man, oh, Megalodon. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I like Me- that movie. It was. Uh, it was a bad right. movie. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was alright. It's just a different take. You always got to have, like, you always, you always got to go a little bit international. You got to, like, diversify, like, yeah. the casting a little bit. Not like Shang-Chi, where it really felt like they were really. They were really. They, they were really. They, they got the dragons in there. And like, they, they went all out for it. Yeah, but, yeah, we go down the list of these blockbusters. They're just going to throw these Asian characters in there. Uh, well, see, the, they, they painted to us for a while. We went for it. Who's who? You well, talking about the Chinese partner? No, like when they pander to the black audience, we all—I feel like we always bite the bait um, for the most part. To it, a certain extent, we just don't have for the longest. We didn't have much content to choose from. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll, yeah, if uh, yeah, we don't. We didn't have really too many options. I mean, we've always had that chosen one trope, which didn't make the list of mine. Where yeah, you were born for this purpose in life, and you're gonna live fulfill that. That uh, we've seen it in Star Wars and all that. For the longest, it's always been the white character as the hero. For the majority, for the majority, for ninety five percent of Hollywood, oh, the chosen, white savior, the white savior, the yeah. white knight. It's always been that. But yeah, uh, the, the well, they had a good run, man. For the most part, man, the white savior was like they had to go save a school or something. They was always got to go into a school. So, they got to save the kids. Yeah, you know, save them from the ghetto, man. I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know Michelle Pfeiffer, man. She had a good one, man. Then uh, of course, you know the what's the other one with the. Uh, 
uh, Hillary Swank. She tried to save another school. Man, they, mm-hmm. they always trying to get. They always got to save the ghetto. Yeah, yeah. Dune played into it. Star Wars. We can we can go down the list of of the chosen one trope. But uh, yeah, uh, the last Jurassic World movie. They threw an Asian character in there. Uh, Batman vs Superman. Uh, Lex Luthor's sidekick was, of course, an Asian lady. Damn, he killed the shit out of her. They killed the mm. shit out of her. And it's always just pointless characters to say, hey, we have an Asian in it. And that's just because they want their movie to sell an Asian. Not just because, hey, this is the best actress for the role. It's sickening. Hollywood, if I understand it, this is a financial business more than quality entertainment, more than anything. I know the the dollar is the bottom line. But do a better job. If you're going to toss these Asian actors in there just to serve as a box office draw for your Asian international gross, do a better job of it. And this useless Moonfall character is the most recent example of something I'm getting sick of. Sickening. Do a better job, Hollywood. Please. Right. Damn, I thought for sure that you was not going to watch that movie. I thought we I thought we warned you not to watch that movie. <laughs> Believe me. Uh, I'm I regretted sick of, it like halfway through the movie. I was like, man, I want my money back. Uh, I f- you went and saw it in the theater. I forgot about it. I did that. too. And I saw it in IMAX it, like an idiot. You, oh, oh, it yeah. looked like crap. I thought it was going to be dope because of the scenery. Looks, I thought uh, it was as soon great. as I saw the alien like thing, I was like, all right, I had enough of this shit. Yeah. I had enough <laughs> of this shit. Like, the moon is fake, man. It's really like another. another just, uh, oh, like, 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 what was this? Like, storage? Like, what, yeah. like, what is this, man? The, the moon isn't made of cheese. Like, yeah. I always thought. Like, I see. <laughs> oh, my God. They had those little Mad Max characters chasing people. <laughs> it was ridiculous. We need that oxygen in the car. Yeah. It, was, it was, oh, my it Lord. Jumping cliffs at the right time. In a regular car, just jump over a whole cliff. You know what I mean? Land oh, on the yeah. Wheel. The gravity's just perfect yeah, now. Right. Yeah, we can jump 50 feet now. People, the moon's close. Pick, pick, a girl picked a tree up off of somebody. I was like, all right, now. Come Good on, man. Lord. And I don't even know why... The, the the earlier alien race could have put that bomb with the AI. They didn't need yeah. the fat man from Game of Thrones <laughs> to put that bomb in. The end. If they did, right. had all that technology, they could have blew that AI up themselves. Right. They didn't need all them. Jesus either. Christ. Man, that was a stupid-ass movie. Oh, Lord. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it. See, I told you this is going to be a five-hour podcast. Man. <laughs> we start talking about this because we can ramble. All right. Now, now let, me, let me pick from my list, man, because I'm looking at this, and I'm trying to figure out what's the next one that annoys me. All right. Let's just keep it. Let's just keep it simple. For me, it's the next thing that that I absolutely hate over than the over the top racist character. That is the stereotypical school bully. Okay. Oh, yeah. annoying as hell. Yeah. It's annoying. It's overused, and I feel like a lot of people lose their creativity. So just when they always have to throw in like the bully character, it's in. I feel like it's in like at least like thirty to forty percent of like all movies always have like this one unnecessary bully. This. This guy in your life that represents like the hurdle that you have to overget mm-hmm. and overcome in your life. I feel like I see it in Spider Man. I feel like in damn near every Marvel. Movie. Anytime you have like a school scene, it's always movie, a bully. Yeah. It's always a bully. And it's always like an over the top jackass, and he has yeah. like a stupid ass gang that's standing kid. behind yeah. him. Like, yeah, get him, Spike. Like, right. like what? Like, come on, man. Like, y'all can't write this a little bit better. Like, <laughs> oh, Lord. Hell yeah, they always drive a muscle car and shit, you know? So, oh yeah. man, they always got to start a fight yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you always got to beat them up in order to like overcome. And it's like, God, come on, man. And and like the school bully is yeah. like overdone. It's overplayed. And then now he's he's on your side after that. Now he's you beat the you know sense into him. Now he's a he's a friend of you, you now. Beat some, sense into him. Yeah. beat some sense into him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
lord. That Karate Kid villain played oh, that same uh, Johnny character. Johnny Lawrence, yeah. He, yeah. Played, he played that character in at least seven or eight different movies in the 80s. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he, he, he was made a perfect, a, living. a perfect bully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have yeah. you guys seen Dazed and Confused? Yeah. I don't think I've seen yeah. Um, ben like Affleck. The thing I love about high school chicks, no matter how old I get, they, <laughs> they stay, stay the same. same. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that is. Ben Affleck is. Uh, I forgot Ben Affleck. <laughs> he is that bully in that movie. We're gonna paddle your ass. That kid. He was a football jock who was just trying to paddle freshmen, and yeah, he. I, that was the point of his character. It was supposed to be an over the top mm. bully. Yeah, I, that was the point. Well, of his he was definitely over the top. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, you're, you're right about that. We don't need any more of those over-the-top high school bullies. It's the oh, one man. thing that, that, that works every single time. It's almost, it's almost like a romantic comedy. It's almost like an automatic like like copy and paste this yeah, into yeah. any movie. There's always going to be like that one over-the-top bully. Even if it's not school, it's like the bully of like the the one guy you don't get along with at work. Man, mm-hmm. is just being an asshole to you or like the one like bitchy neighbor it's always like another version it's almost like this is a multiverse of this this character and every single thing that we watch is like it's always like that one over-the-top asshole in every movie that's mm-hmm. completely unnecessary to the whole damn story i feel <laughs> like you remember uh the one the one that I, the one obvious one i don't know why i popped into my head like you remember when they try to do the the hulk movie for the first time the Damn, like Angley directed one. The one that he did with Ang- the Angley directed with oh, yeah. Eric Bana. You remember how horrible. over the remember how over the top like uh, the one uh, boyfriend was? It's almost like, dude, you are way overacting this damn movie, man. Like you need to chill the hell <laughs> yeah. out. There ain't nobody that big of an asshole in real life. Right. <laughs> one of the many problems of that shit movie. It was a shit Good movie, God. but every time I saw him, and it's almost like, man, he just he was like so relentless of like being a dick. Like, come on, man! Don't, don't, no, nobody is that big of a dick, man. And I've seen porn. That is a that is a huge annoying thing of like just having that one character, and then all of a sudden at the end of it, they always have to have that redeemable like asshole guy. Mm-hmm. Like, they give him a moment, like yeah. to like try to turn things around, right, or right. whatever. He's always not as bad as like um, Steve Harrington in Stranger Things. Like, if we you would have hated him if you didn't. Yeah, you know, I, like, I hated I him, about but that. actually, that's. He actually worked out because he ended up being cool as hell, you know. Because at the first, you're like, look at this. He think he better than everybody, bully kind of guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, Fast and Furious did that yeah. with Jason Statham. Yeah, at yeah, first, he was yeah. a bad guy. Now, all of a sudden, he's teaming up with The Rock. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so. dude, he killed your friend. Like, how all of a sudden, y'all gave him a second chance? Yeah. Like, it, it, like right. something that just, it doesn't make sense. Like, no. they have horrible writers in Hollywood. If they're going to keep doing this shit over and over again, man, you're starting to lose me. Like, yeah. I, I Now, I did see... Um, one of the screenwriters of the original Karate Kid, he was talking about the process of making that movie. He said he got into it with the executives because he said, now, you can't have him getting trained by Mr. Miyagi saying that uh, winning's not everything the whole movie and then have him win the fight at the end. And they pretty much said, uh, nope, you're wrong. <laughs> and uh, at, at his point was, well, Obviously, I was wrong because they made four sequels to that original. So, yeah, of course we had to have the Karate Kid win in there. He said he was just that young punk writer who thought he could uh, go around convention, which unfortunately is a big part of Hollywood. So, even if you tell, even though the the lead character is pretty much telling the Karate Kid the whole movie, it's not all about winning. So it's all about the effort you put in. You can't have him lose that fight at the end. Then. Sometimes the writers are fighting an uphill battle yeah. by the by the 
big wig sitting in, in, and, a, in and, a big chair. And ironically, they in the start of the show, Cobra Kai, they made Johnny. I mean, um, Karate Kid, uh, Daniel Larusso, more of a bully. Well, I like they, that flip. Which they switched him into more like an asshole character. Really? Yeah, and made the Johnny Lawrence character more of a redeemable. Was, like, like he's just having a rough time. You know what I mean? So That's yeah. not what I would expect. I like that. And I, then, I, I like that flip. I how they, like, they turned it around. Because like, you had like three movies where Daniel Russo was like the bully guy. And all of a sudden no, he's you have like Johnny Lawrence. And all of a sudden like he's like being like the bully guy. Like life didn't turn out for him. It literally right. like shows you like after that. That, loss, that fucking yeah, swan kick, yeah. man! Like his life went to shit. Right, right, <laughs> right. It did. I mean, because these dudes, this dude's a painter. He painting people's houses, and yeah, Daniel Larusso owns a car dealership. He's driving really? BMWs and Mercedes Benz and shit. And it just switched the roles. They kind of make you feel for him now. I'm interested. Yeah, I, yeah, I got to yeah. give the show a chance. Yeah, I'm very yeah, interested. Yeah, that yeah, was so. the one angle of that show that actually made it like worth watching. I was oh, like, yeah, all right, man, yeah. I can't keep doing this, man. I want to keep making the good guy the good guy and the bad right. guy the bad guy. I like how they flipped it around. Like He's more redeemable than all of a sudden Daniel LaRusso is really like the dickhead, like good good kid like we all thought he was. Right, like, right. Well, now I forgot they made that many sequels, man. Y'all remember when Hilly Swain did her version? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, damn. Like, Miss Miyagi, y'all just won't let this dude go. <laughs> Miyagi was training everybody, and it was always a bully. It was always, always a bully. Always, always a bully, man. <laughs> always that over the top, the bully in the second one. He right. was over the top, man. Then the dude in the third one, it was like, all right, y'all really going for Y'all going for the hat trick on this oh, one. Yeah. I'm like, chill out, man. Like, ain't that many bullies in America. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sure you guys have seen the meme from uh, one of the better 90s, uh, I guess you can call it a black movie, our beloved black movies, Tommy. Uh, what's the kid and play uh, movie that was House not, Party? Not House Party. Class Act. Class Act. Yeah. <laughs> they call Zion Williamson the bully from Class Act. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like that. Yes, yeah. he does. Like Blade. <laughs> Wait, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> like reading is fundamental. <laughs> now let's get on with this school thing. <laughs> I still got a crush on his girlfriend in that movie. Man, she was oh, bad. She was, oh, yeah, she was bad. Oh, she, she was so bad. She was bad as hell. Man, <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, I wonder what she up to. Mm. That's serious. Oh, Lord, man. You ever look at y'all old, like, uh, Hollywood crushes, see how they age? Yeah. My, my first one aged well. Uh, Paula Abdul. She's she's doing great. I used really? to like Paula Cindy. Abdul? Uh, well, um, was it her dancing with the cat that got you? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> two steps forward, two steps back. Yes, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it I, got me. I liked Cindy Crawford for some reason. I don't know what it was. She, I just she was bad. I she like was her. really gravy, man. Super gravy, man. Right. <laughs> that's funny. That's exactly what it was. Thomas, her oh. dancing with the animated cat. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. <laughs> like me, like me. I always had a thing for Michelle Pfeiffer since she had that cat suit on. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. Like that was just something. Like, all right, man. That's just something special. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't like, believe you get. No, oh, I'll be laughing about she, that. And all she still looks good, man. Like, yeah. like when they age well, like that, man. Because you know, some people they be aging like a banana in the sun. Mm. You know, they don't look good after a while, man. Especially when they try to get plastic surgery <laughs> when they get older. Like, all right, just earn your grades. I like it when they turn to that silver fox. Yeah, I yeah, like that serious. kind of thing. Like Meryl Streep, she got that silver, silverness oh, going like, on. She there. got those cheekbones. I yeah. think that's what it is. She got those beautiful cheekbones, oh, yeah. man. I don't know what what's going on with her family genes, man. I hope she got a sister or something like that that's a little bit younger <laughs> and still fine. Yeah, but yeah, Meryl Streep, man. Like, aside from being uh, an amazing actress, man, she she is fine as all get out, mm-hmm. man. That's what I like. I like it like that. Oh yeah, well, so, like, well, let, oh. let's let's move on, man. All my, right. wife, my wife might be listening to that. So, <laughs> she's like, like you said, what about who? Yeah, these are. Uh, <laughs> like, hold on, this desirable. is somebody I'm, I'm never gonna meet. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. 
All right. Well, number two for me, I'm gonna go in that particular order. And it does. They all kind of mixed up for me. I could have went any order for these, but um, the search for the pets in movies, horror movies. <laughs> I hate that too. I fucking always get ate up looking for Toby. Toby, <laughs> don't go out there. I gotta get Toby. Toby out there hiding himself and get fucking decapitated by the monster. Stop looking for your damn pets in these movies. These pets are gone. They're gone. I'm not. Something serious is going on and fucking a, a, a serial killer or a monster is harming our town. I'm not looking for no damn dog. You know what I mean? They be underneath the house. Come on, Toby. Please. Toby just like, you know what I mean? He looking at the damn big ass spider that's about to eat your ass. You know what I mean? You know what? I, I got to fight back against that, man, because I, I love my animals, <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like, it's a it's a thing that always works because there's always somebody, that's a heartstring that's connected to the character. <laughs> right, right. Where the audience is looking like, oh, man, you can't leave Rufus out in the, out in the cold. You got to go get him, man. Yeah. Like, like when you watch I Am Legend, you understood why Will Smith that was dog. different because he was he had more of attachment and but I mean like the dog was him and, it was just him and the dog left in the entire world. Yeah, pretty the, much. like first off, the dog yeah. went somewhere it shouldn't have went. Yeah, so you but, know what? Shame on you. But aside from that, man, if I'm, my dog goes out like out in the wilderness or whatever, man, I gotta go get the dog, man. I'm I'm gonna be pissed. But I was like. No, I can't. I can't leave my dog. That's like that's almost like leaving a kid. Almost. I, I can understand some of it, but there's some spots where the dog just take off and run into the woods, and they gotta go get the dog. You know what I mean? The hell with that dog. Cat too. Whatever it is, they always the last second the ship is about to leave, and the dog gotta go run and jump onto the ship. And man, I'm out of there. You know, I'm not wasting no time. And half the time they go and get ate up, and the dog survives just a homeless pet now. You know what I mean? Like, man, goddamn it, this motherfucker got they ate. ever kill the, 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 the animal. No, animals, animals and kids for the longest wasn't getting it in these movies very true and uh, for, for the longest animals will get you fucked up in a horror or any movie it will get you tore up and then they survive then you see them at the end they got new owners and shit <laughs> you know what I mean like come on man this dog got me murked you know what I mean no, like, man, they, got, they, got a nice, they got a nice little string yeah. of movies where yeah. like the dog if you kill the dog <laughs> Then you cause some problems for yourself, right, like John right. Wick. That's how that yeah, whole damn yeah, thing started. Yeah, so. And uh, what's that one movie that we saw with the the blind man, uh, the army vet? Oh, uh, uh, don't breathe, don't yeah, breathe. Like yeah. remember when they killed his dog? Yeah, I, com- yeah. I completely understood. Right. Him after that, I was like, all right, man, they got your dog. That's just a rule. You don't yeah. fuck with the animal. Oh yeah, in certain situations, I could see him being a little more, you know, like John Wick and him. But there's some movies where like the dog just. Uh, just not this is optional you know the what dog I mean? is gonna get you killed. yeah he's gonna get you fucked up chasing his ass and you know the dog knows where the harm is at on top of that you know what i mean he hiding you looking for him in the dark and you hear something creep up behind you and eat you <laughs> and the dog just running down the middle of the street now you know what i mean like man god damn it i don't got killed over this dog you know i'd be pissed in heaven heaven well, i got killed over a dog you know what they, I mean? they, so, they're 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 drawn to like the whole bond that a lot of people have to their pets so yeah. to, to, it makes it more understandable. It's not like as opposed to what is probably going to be on my list later right. about something else that people do in movies that annoy the shit out of me where you just avoid it. But it's kind of like, yeah, if there's a dog, a pet, something like that, there's always like a, a small part of you that kind of goes like, oh, no, not the dog. Yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. Don't do that True. to the dog. Like, this is a rule. That's why they got to put that at the end of the movie. For sure. Like, no animals no are hurt. Because there's always somebody crying out there. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you did 
did that to call Peter on there, like uh, Deep Blue Sea with uh, LL Cool J. He's trying to save this parrot. Damn that parrot! It's gonna fly away. This that bird almost got him killed for real. I know. If it's a bird like that, that's different because I eat chicken. Like fuck that bird, man. That bird probably tastes delicious. That dog is not with me. I'm gone. You know what I mean? Like I can't save, risk my life and my family life over you know looking for a golden retriever out there. You know what I mean? So a lot of times, them dogs, these animals, they have you know flight or flight. They know what's going on. They know something. Demogorgon for Stranger Things is out there on the streets. They get the hell out of there you know so yeah, they uh, give you a heads up yeah, when they start yeah. barking so right. they're, they're definitely and, they, alarm and they see ghosts and demons and shit like on conjuring the dog was like uh-uh I ain't going no. in that house <laughs> hell yeah they're like come on casey get in here <laughs> start crying real bad i do believe in that like like dogs can sense like uh, I think they something can. else like right. that but not just like when they hear a noise out in the streets or whatever like no i do think dogs do have like another six i think they do too they that we don't that something. we don't quite yeah. have that's why they always have like that little thing like dogs can see like spirits ghosts and moves like no i believe that shit i believe that too and that's why i feel like I'm they can fend for themselves then they they can fend for themselves like there. at the dog run you better be right yeah. behind them <laughs> yeah, i saw zombie a zombie movie with time they trying to rescue damn dog got two people ate up you know what i mean trying to rescue the dog dog that took off running you know what i mean like come on man like Dog, they couldn't even catch the dog. They can catch the humans, you know what I mean? So I'm just tired of seeing animals getting us murked in these movies. I, I just, especially in the horror movies, which I like the most. So that was my uh, my number two for tonight. So, yeah. Well, you can always count that in a horror movie. Oh, yeah. They're going to be always something like the dogs, like hear something, see yeah. something, runs out, all of a sudden you hear. <laughs> <laughs> And then at the end of the movie, the dog just chilling on top of a barn or something, like, or in a barn, or just on a boat somewhere, just chilling. Like, man, that motherfucker survived. You got ten people ate up. You know what I mean? So worrying about an animal. So I, I just uh, something I've always noticed in movies. So, well, a dog is like, no, don't cross that line, man. Like, yeah, supposed- like a cat. <laughs> a cat don't like people in no way. They you don't know give what a mean? fuck. Like, yeah. like, remember when Denzel like killed a cat? Like a like a book of Eli. Yeah, he, he ate the cat. The, like, nobody, the cat. nobody yeah. gave a damn about that cat. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, fuck that cat, man. We've been to a Chinese restaurant. It <laughs> <laughs> hey, look good, too. That cat look good. Man. You know, we can turn anything into I know. Delicious. It looked like chicken to me. You know, so. No, he cooked the cat, man, fed it to a rat, man. Yeah. <laughs> circle of life. Circle of life, man. <laughs> rat was right. Oh, Lord, what you got, right. man? What you got next? Okay. Uh, no animal violence of mine, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is uh, something that's popped up uh, in Hollywood with the, not only with the progression of uh, digital photography, but CGI in general. Uh, we've come a long way in special effects, a long way. But there are two things that we have not perfected. And one of them is trying to recreate fully digital characters from people who are already dead. The second, which is something you would think they would be easy but it still is not computer generated blood that is <laughs> so freaking noticeable and it never they here we are they've been using it for over 25 years and even your beloved blade from 1998 yeah, Sean, this looks yeah. bad it looks bad and they have so much um practical effects in that movie from your boy frost eating that corrupt cop's neck off at the party that looks that looks horrifying and it looks realistic whether it was pig blood or corn syrup that scene when he was biting that cop's neck at the party looked real. Yeah. But when Frost got cut in half, oh, my Lord. It looked oh, like yeah. straight yeah, crap. Yeah. 
Um, tomorrow was like stretched out Play-Doh. Mm. It came back together. Oh my! It looked really bad. It was all shiny and stuff. Yeah, it was. Really For bad. some reason, they it, they have not every time it stands out like a sore thumb. It always looks extremely fake. Uh, from current action movies like the original Expendables to a movie which I really oh, enjoyed. Yeah, that was. It was so bad that I actually accepted it. It was kind of like, all right, man, I know what they're what they're what they're doing right now. It's an over the top action movie, man. Like a lot of this stuff, it looks digitized as fuck. You know it, but it's kind of like, man, this is accepted, man. They're just kind of like making like us. It felt like a bit of a spoof of eighties action movies. I hear, so but I even then, it. It, that stuff looked more realistic. Put some damn squibs on these characters. Uh, it looks way better. I saw. Uh, some documentary where uh, there's one scene in Kill Bill where he he was persist he wanted the blood to be practical he did 50 takes on one sword swipe where uh, Uma Thurman cut some other girls in that uh, House of eighty eight climax in Kill Bill Volume One Uma Thurman cuts some girl's neck what they did is when she swipes the stunt actress had a condom full of blood in her hand where she would squeeze it so the blood would pop out and shoot up um, at, uh, as an effect. And it looks great when you watch it. It looks freaking awesome. Quentin Tarantino, though, you're over the top with the blood. Yeah, though, he always like Django. That, that, yeah. was, that was over the top. But even that the movie Hard Boy I was talking about, where Charlie and Fat shooting the shit out of people mm-hmm. for two hours straight, your beloved Predator movie, which is a classic of mine, there's no CGI. It's the the violence looks realistic. Yeah, yeah. Now compare Predator to a very good movie, mind a movie I enjoyed, to Once Upon a Time in Mexico mm-hmm. with uh, the the third movie of the Desperado trilogy or El Mariachi like trilogy. One? I liked it. I like El Mariachi, Desperado, and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Well, yeah, because well, you know when Johnny Depp was in, it was kind of like yeah, but I liked how his Johnny Depp's character was awesome. This I like his character. He his that was one of his better roles, but. Look at the look at the shootouts in that compared to even the original Desperado. It's a huge step down. Yeah, and, and Quentin Tarantino he doesn't use CGI for his blood, mm-hmm. but those blood packs. Oh they, man, he must have took a whole gallon. Right, of blood it was extremely over for the top. one damn shot. The Django shots were explosions of blood and shit. You it know it I mean? was. But he, I think he aims for that. He knows that. That was it. Was supposed to be over yeah, the top. Yeah. It was. It was so supposed, just like Once Upon a Time Mexico was, mm-hmm. but. And it, it, we in both instances it looks fake and over the top, but the CGI blood is a big big pet peeve for mine, and it always does not look it doesn't it doesn't look realistic at all. It, it takes me out of the movie, and it, it reminds me that I'm watching the movie. Stay away from put a condom in a guy's pocket, or better yet, use the old squibs. Yeah. There's no reason that modern day shootout should look worse than James Con getting shot up in The Godfather came out in the seventies. Oh, Predator, yeah. This, yeah. These, these, are, these, these movies are 40, 50 years old, and they look better than some of the modern stuff with CGI. Get away from it. Go back to practical effects with the squibs. Stop using CGI blood, Hollywood. I, I hate it. <laughs> well, they already they made a lot of changes since then, because especially on like uh, the action movies, like I started noticing like they do the CGI even on like the fucking like the the gun burst. They did. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and our boy Alan Bone, they, they, they don't like to use like real. I know like um, even on like on the accents on sets when they accident. I don't know how they accidentally put real bullets in there. They should have somebody doing the inventory that's a little bit right. better at their job. Dead serious. But even when the what was the moon movie the uh, the crow. Because like, yeah. he died Bruce because Lisa, of like a gun yeah. accident, mm-hmm. like they actually get put a real bullet in there and they got him. Yeah, yeah. But even then, like of the gun burst, those do look a little bit better 
over time. I think they got a little bit better with that with like the gun burns. It's like every time I see like a like a huge explosion that looks over the top, like Michael Bay does that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of have to accept like the good and the bad with that because they'll do that, but the the blood burst it just looks like. All right, man. Who the hell y'all got from the sci-fi team? To put this bullshit in? <laughs> like somebody could have did a little bit better than this, man. Because yeah. I hope y'all didn't spend a lot of money on this. Because this is like the Harbor Freight of like CGI. <laughs> like, y'all can do a lot better. <laughs> like, come on. I want to piggyback off of that. Something I just thought of the, with the blood. They always taste the blood when they come up with him. <laughs> yeah, he was he was here an hour ago. Man, I, who's tasting blood? You know what I mean? Like, come That's on, an hour ago, yeah, yeah, Burger King, right, man, right. Blood yeah. sugar is low. See a blood on the leaf, and then, oh, oh man, yeah, this was the killer right here. Like, get the hell out of here! Get the hell out of here! They be tasting alien blood, everything. Like, man, put put tasting blood. Who does that? I'm not touching nobody fluids. You know what I mean? No. So get the hell out of here with that. You know. So I think they just do that for comedic effect. It is kind of funny. It's like who really going to be dabbing in the blood like that? Come on, man. Like, trackers will be doing that shit, man. They got too much technology, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, this ain't the Navajo looking right. for cowboys Hell or some yeah. shit. Like, come on, Tracy. <laughs> oh, that is kind of funny whenever I see that shit. That's so stupid shit. Like, I would never do that Hell shit. Though. Like, like, I'm scared to drink after somebody who had a pop. Like, who the pop is this? <laughs> God damn it. Like, it'd be Meryl Streep's blood. I still wouldn't taste yeah. that. Like, nope, nope. I ain't never going to find mm-hmm. out who this is. I know. Jeez. <laughs> Oh Lord, let's keep this going, man. Like, all right, what's my next one? All right, this this one is I'm kind of half joking on this, but I, there's only like one movie that really like really pisses me off when I think about this. As far as what I hate about movies, and that is a bunch of unnecessary destruction. Okay, yeah. now Bat, no, I think it was a Man of Steel that was really really annoying the shit out of me because they just ran through building after building after building. I was like, "Can y'all fly like a like a like a few hundred feet up and miss a building for once, man? Y'all just destroying Metropolis right now, man. Ain't nobody going to survive all because y'all just can't have a fist fight in the street like regular people." <laughs> this is way too much. It was way too damn destructive and it was, it was just over the top. Like Batman v Superman, they did the same fucking thing, just destroying shit. Left and right. I kind of feel like that's just so unnecessary. Yeah. People aren't really being creative no more. Like, Superman don't need to do all this shit. He claimed he don't like to kill, but I'm sure somebody died in that building you just right. flew through, dog. Yeah. That was kind of like what the Marvel, like the Avengers were saying. Like, they were killing people when they were doing all these battles. You know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of destruction. Yeah, a lot of Hulk. collateral yeah, damage. Yeah, yep, yep. So. Yeah, so whatever y'all do this shit, like, it's like, when they do that, they're, like, leaving out the accountability that happens afterwards. I like how they finally start to acknowledge, like, hey, like, there are repercussions to doing all this stuff, man. The Avengers can't just drop a whole fucking building yeah. to the ground and, like, nobody has to go out and, like, try to fix this shit, man. Right. So, yeah, I like how they're trying to fix it up afterwards. Whenever I see the movies, like, doing all that unnecessary destruction, like, like boats blowing up, cars crashing, it's like, oh, man, this is We've seen it a thousand much. times at this point. Yeah, Fast I like to call it destruction like, porn. They, they're, just, yeah. they're just famous for this. Michael like, Bay does that a lot. Blow up any fucking thing. Man, I'm yeah. telling you, the guy who made Moonfall, your boy Roland Emmerich, he's the king of it. Independence oh, Day. Yeah. Well, that 2012. Makes more sense. That's like Alias Higgard over the whole thing. They had to planet. blow up some stuff in there, but yeah, Michael Bay with all the boats and shit coming on the street, you know uh, what I mean? Like, it's a lot of destruction. He's, he does, yeah. but Roland Emmerich has made the shitty 1998 Godzilla movie, Independence Day. Right. Just mentioned 2012. Uh, what's the day after tomorrow? With the world froze over and all that. I like that movie. Cut, cut, cut I do too. It was all right. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal was all right. Yeah, it was all right. 
he's the king of destruction porn. Um, and right, Moonfall and the Dreaded, which I still haven't seen, but I know it's shit. Independence Day too terrible. <laughs> oh my god, Jeff Goldblum is only highlight in there. Yeah, know, at so. this point, if I see another tidal wave over New York <laughs> or or San Francisco Bridge <laughs> flying up in the air, right. I'm not paying for that movie ticket. Right. San Francisco always gets destroyed. Like I'm telling you, it's one of the first to go because it's right there. It's like an island off of California. It's not really even part of the state almost it's barely part of the state so yeah it's, it's easy for them to destroy uh you know san francisco chicago new york those cities get smoked in movies you know i so. feel like every time they have like a natural disaster movie man like, yeah. it's like they just throw san francisco there for no damn yeah, reason it gets tore up it's, it's like damn y'all hate gay people or something like why san francisco gotta get it all the time man right. the bridge always goes always like what, like what? x-men did that shit man i think they another like uh what was that, that one movie where they dug to the core of the earth they destroyed San Francisco yeah. and that fucking like. Well, they, I think a little bit of it. The Golden Gate never fell, but the Bay Bridge actually fell back in the nineties. So that actually happened. Big earthquake, earthquake. earthquake knocked that bridge down. That was terrifying. I actually been over that bridge, and it feels like you're going into the clouds when you go on that bridge. It's that like looks heaven. Real scary. Yeah, it's real because they, was, they had to make it higher. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I guess maybe that you know has something to do with it. But yeah, San Francisco always gets smoked in movies. So, yeah. so I, I want to touch on that point time made about. Man, still, I have the complete opposite reaction to that. Because uh, when I first sat down that there to watch Man of Steel, I, I was enjoying it. But that ending really blew me away. This is the first time we saw a live-action Superman really, really showcase the powers of Superman and people from his planet. Good God. I, 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 think, my, I think I got a hard-on. When uh, <laughs> when uh, right, when right, Michael when Michael Shannon's Zod threw Superman, it was just one single shot, and you yeah. see Superman fly through five buildings. Like, oh my! Oh my God! It, it was freaking amazing, and I, I loved it. And we touched recently about fan feedback, uh, um, influencing decisions on movies and how it paid off for the uh, Sonic movie. Because it, it, I'm so glad they changed the character off the bad feedback that original trailer got. Yes, they did. They shouldn't look Sonic. But I don't, I, I'm sure you remember, Tommy. There was apparently a huge uproar on the internet. Superman doesn't kill innocent people. Why would he destroy all these buildings with all these innocent mm-hmm. people on there? And keep in mind, he was trying to fight literally gods. I don't think well, he, the he same did, powers he got. Uh, yeah. Dead serious. So I don't think he deliberately did that. But. I guarantee that voice was a minority, but apparently some of the execs at Warner Bros. listened because I swear to God to you in the follow up to Man of Steel, which was the god awful Batman versus Superman (laughs) during that fight at the end where buildings are being destroyed with that god awful doomsday they had in there. Anderson Cooper comes. Keep in mind, Wonder Woman. This is how how much I hate that movie. Wonder Woman's Damn, on. Hey, Wonder Woman. Oh, no, no, no. How much? No, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The second one. I'm, I'm talking to the Batman vs Superman. The follow up to Man of Steel. Wonder Woman, who her her. I love Wonder Woman, the character. She's on a plane now. What was Wonder Woman's? Gal Gadot. Uh, Gal, Gal Gadot. But what's her? What's oh, her? Diana Prince. Yeah. Diana character. Prince. What's her um, vehicle of choice? Oh, the Invisible flying? Jet. The Invisible Jet. She's on a on a. She's on a 747 passenger plane on her way out of town. There's a newscast with Anderson Cooper saying there's a big fight in downtown with Batman versus Superman. 
thank God most of the people were evacuated out of the city. That movie actually told you, don't be mad, guys. Look, there's no innocence. We can tear down any building we want in this end scene. There's not an innocent person on here because we're telling you on a news forecast. I literally threw up in my mouth watching that shit. I couldn't believe they put that scene in there. You're going to address these these 20 fanboys online who are crying about Superman knocking down buildings with people inside? I'll fucking have the time of my life seeing that shit. And you're going to actually put a scene in there just to please them, those 20 fanboys. Don't worry. When we knock all these buildings down, there's not an innocent person in there. I'm not making that up. There's a scene in Batman vs Superman where a newscaster is talking on the jet saying, yeah, I remember that. Hey, there's a big fight. Buildings are being knocked down. But don't worry. Everybody's been evacuated. So don't don't get mad. This is all okay. Nobody's getting hurt. Sickening. Sickening. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, I'm sorry, but that got on my nerves. That was, just, it was way too, too much destruction in that movie. It's like, all right, man. Superman knows he can take the fight somewhere else. That's the first time we saw I, I see true Superman. He could have took that shit to Arizona somewhere out in the desert. Well, you, you know? saw how restrained he was. They like, came to him. Like yeah. the whole, like the beginning of the movie, like he he wouldn't fight certain people because mm-hmm. his dad like taught him like, no, like don't let everybody know who you are, man. Don't showcase your powers. The world's not ready for this. And then even him like throwing the fucking truck and destroying that tr- that semi for the dude that was messing with him at the, the restaurant. The diner, yeah. I'm like, even I feel like that was over the top. I'm like, damn, man, Superman kind of an asshole. Yeah. I, I loved it. Well, I was having the time of my life. It was funny, but it was kind of like, like, like how are you going to yeah. do that? People don't try to figure out who the hell did this shit. Right. <laughs> who like, the hell on. picked up a truck? And- who steps yeah. like a bunch <laughs> of like lumber like through the truck like that? Like, it's <laughs> like that's just over the top. That's why I like Brightburn so much. I was like, all right, man, Superman's going to really be a dick. He'll yeah, be just like He's going to kill people, yeah. I like that movie, too. <laughs> Oh, a gas that, truck at a guy. Oh, I loved it. It was, I loved it, it. it was just too much. So yeah, the overtop destruction, man. Like in any movie, even some of the Marvel movies, I feel like it can be over the top sometimes. So I was like, like just draw back, make it more of like a, on a human level, and then maybe I can probably buy into yeah. it a little bit better. Oh, but some, yeah, that'll just be my number three. Like too much destruction in a movie, it, it, it fucking kills me. Even Terminator, sometimes they gotta get some others with all that destruction shit. The sequels, yes. The sequels for sure. Yeah, I felt like they were trying. They were just banking on too much CGI of mm. like, hey, let's destroy all this. Like natural disaster movies, it may look cool, but it's kind of like, damn man, they really. We've do seen it a million times at this point. Yeah, do something else original. Absolutely, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, because Moonfall, I feel like they they wasted their whole budget on, hey, let's crash the moon into the world. Yeah, <laughs> and let's make it look really, really cool, y'all. The, no storyline, fuck that, man. Just make it look good. That's was bad. <laughs> It was really bad. Even oh, with no, Howard the moon's it. coming. Let's run. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was ridiculous. Jesus, terrible. If they would have made it more of a national disaster. Not That's like what a, I wanted. Yeah, not alien shit. Yeah, yeah. if they would take the alien part of it, maybe it would have been a little bit better. Maybe. But the alien part, it was kind of like, I rolled my eyes like a slot machine. I was like, I have enough of this <laughs> shit, man. I, this, is, this is too much. All right. All right, Sharon, what you got? For, oh. What's next for you? <laughs> All right, number three for me is, I hate it when they always take the elevator and there's a chase and they're in like a building or something. They always run in the elevator 
And then the monster comes and sticks his hand in there, or a guy with a gun and pries out. Wait, that was a good scene in Terminator yeah, too. Too, yeah, but that that they always. No, that was a, that was awesome. That yeah, was that was too. dope. But I see a lot of movies where there's a horror movie, and I'm staying on my horror movies where they run and get on the elevator and they pressing the button like, oh shit, busy. <laughs> <Where is> <laughs> tap that button fifty times. <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> never closes. The right, and then right when he they get in, and here come the monster coming right at him. Like, oh shit, close the door. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just take the stairs, man. You got a better chance. More options with the stairs. I you hate know? those things. My booty hole be getting tight. I know, man. Like, hold on, man. Like, he ain't gonna make it. I know. The elevator never worked when they needed either. <laughs> yeah, oh, so shit. Filming-wise, it makes a lot of sense, but in real life, nobody would ever run for uh, the elevator. Right. I'm praying that technology finally works. Right. And all the killer gotta do is, like, all right, just go down he gotta a couple go like flights. This. <laughs> <laughs> like, one hand right. swiping, you did. Right. <laughs> or just go to the bottom of the stairway. Well, I'm just gonna wait on him to get down here. Bing! I got right I got an asthma. I would never take the elevator. I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm stairs all the way, man. If they catch me, God's plan. Yeah, right, yeah. That's how I am. At least you could run right back up the stairs if he's down there. You know, oh shit, we could play chicken all day on the stairs. You're gonna have to work. It's gonna be a workout, but he's gonna have to. Yeah, he's gonna have to get me some some other way than the elevator. I'd rather but, die of an asthma attack yeah. <laughs> than a knife. Right, and I, we talk about that movie Devil. Like well, elevators already kind of creep me out. You know what I mean? So, I hate elevators. I don't like so elevators. I, I got stuck elevators. on an elevator one time. Oh God! I, I'm it sorry was for, for like love. 20 minutes. This, the power just went out. Um, That's 20 minutes too long for me. I don't remember where the hell I was at. I think it was in like an apartment building, but the power just went out and it came back on, and then we just we just end up going straight down and not fast, but it went down to where we was going. It didn't have to come and apply us out or nothing. But I always saw movies where people got stuck in there and they had to come and open it and shit like that. So, but for me in movies, man, sometimes in horror movies, especially, they always run straight to the elevator when they can take the stairs or whatever you know what i mean like that's not a lot of options right there you know so i feel like they always take that route so for me I don't, i'm tired of seeing that just take the stairs go another route you know what i mean make the make the killer work out to get you you know what i mean so uh especially women in movies they oh my god elevator! they run and jump in there and you know it's not that killer just comes and sticks his hand in like you said opens it up and stabs her 30 times you know so uh for me number three is um the sickening of the elevator taking all the time. So, yeah, tired of that. So, well, well it ain't going to go anywhere. No, so no, like, no. They love the elevator. Any kind man. of low budget scary movie, they, <laughs> they're always going to do that one thing where they put themselves in harm's way. Yeah. It's totally unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh. this is a annoying little thing I've seen. So. All right, Ryan. What, you, what, what you got for you? Uh, number three for me, uh, and I understand, I understand Hollywood's a business, so you got to pay those bills. But product placement in movies yeah, is extremely that's a big one right there. is extremely annoying to me. I will vouch for the original Transformers back in the late two thousands. I do think that is one of the best blockbusters ever made. I do think outside of the third one, all the sequels are crap. And I do think Revenge of the Fallen was absolutely one of the top ten worst movies I've ever seen in my life. But I will <laughs> vouch for that original Transformers. That is pretty much a blockbuster classic. It's hard to find a summer blockbuster better than that. But there's a scene in that where a Mountain Dew machine actually comes alive. Oh, yeah. It turns into a Transformer. Yeah. yeah and it's only in there for about 30 seconds. Xbox, I forgot about that. Uh, it, it is too, yeah. sickening. Uh, the one with Mark Wahlberg, he actually uh, crashes into a Bud Light semi-truck, then pops the top of it, takes a sip, cusses somebody out, and throws it on the ground. It's, it's absolutely sickening. Uh, my beloved James Bond franchise. For <coughs> love, good God. Um I understand you got to pay the bills also, but at one in the Casino Royale, which might be the best um, 
James Bond live action James Bond ever. He's actually driving a Ford <laughs> to an island. Like, come on, man. You got all these damn fancy ass cars. Those Ashton Martins from the past. You got James Bond driving a Ford sedan. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. Good God. Um, yeah, sometimes. I wasn't even thinking about that until you said it because I was like, all right, all right, James Bond's in a Ford. So what? He's a regular guy. He can't be in an Ashton Martin every single fucking movie, man. He can't. Get something else, man. I I, I hear you. But, yeah, you're going to a a high-class resort. Everybody there's got Hummers, Corvettes, Porsches. Well, he had a rental car. So Ford is like the classic rental car. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. I wasn't aware he was supposed to be driving a rental car. Yeah, he could have got an Audi. Right. (laughs) Realistically. Like, come on, man. Like, we rich around here. Yep. Um, I sponsored a couple of Marvel movies. You'll see Tony Stark pulling up in an Audi. It was a badass Audi, mind Mm -hmm. you. But uh, it's it's sickening. Um, Sony, they. Uh, they love to put stuff in there. You'll see, um, you'll see a PlayStation ad when Spider Man's swinging with Mary Jane in this new one. They know how to, they know how to advertise stuff. Um, I understand Hollywood's got to pay the bills, but if you want something that's always going to remind me that, oh yeah, I'm watching a movie. Those damn product placements and that Transformers scene with the Mountain Dew. I, I understand they had to deal with GM, so all those cars from the Autobots or GM cars. So it makes sense. I understand that. But good Lord, have a little class, Hollywood, for the love of God. I don't need to hear about uh Well, sometimes Verizon. you just need the money, man. I, I'm like, it. come on, man. Like, are we really mad that Taco Bell had such a big product Demolition placement man. in Demolition Man? I was man? just about to say that. Yeah, that was I a huge. That, that was, was a huge that was, promo when it came. That out. was better yeah. done. I, I wasn't even going to bring that. That, that was um, that was very well done, actually. And every time you see like a movie and they have like like a like the Burger King, like Burger King will do that sometimes, man. Because mm-hmm. I think Burger King they had product placement in Iron Man. Like he got the BK burger. That's the man. first place he ate after he got off that hostage situation. <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes McDonald's they'll 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 do some classic stuff like mm-hmm. that, man. But every once in a while, man, product placement is it can be fun, but it, it can get sickening to me. That that's a big pet peeve for sure. Like sometimes it's a little bit is a little bit well hidden for the most part. And sometimes it's kinda like, all right, man, y'all could have done a better job. Like I don't need to see no beats headphones out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden like, oh damn, I gotta go get some beats now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or some Jordans or something. Right. Like, it's yeah. always like something a little bit too obvious. Like I feel like coming to America did that the the second one. They did that way too much. Like the cat food thing. Like product placement. Like mm-hmm. all right, you gotta think about cat food. Then they had like the like a fucking storefront, like they went back to America. I was like, man, like Harlem don't even look like that. Like, yeah. man, what are y'all doing? Like, Queens don't look like this. Like, why are y'all doing all this? Like, storefronts don't look like this. That was one of the many. <laughs> it's like, come on, man, Fashion Nova don't need product placement. It's no. fucking coming to America. Like, chill out, <laughs> chill out. Like Coca Cola, like they, mm-hmm. they they be they famous for this. They're doing this in movies. Like, all right, man, we, like we get it. We get it. That's why I call it like Wayne's World. That was one of the best. <laughs> they say, we'll, we'll never sell out. We'll never sell out. They had the pet Popping up pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Like, that was actually kind of funny. That was like, hilarious. Had a big Reebok sweatsuit on. That was that was I great. I remember even Forrest Gump had the Dr. Pepper when he was in there with the the. Uh, he loves the some damn Dr. Yeah, Pepper. I mean, that's not so yeah, not the bad. Dr. Pepper, yeah. the apple, yeah. the... 
Like, what else he have in there, man? Like the bubblegum shrimp. Yeah, the Nikes. Uh, Apple's Nikes got a lot on of them. Yeah. Nikes on yeah. them. Like, yeah, sometimes it's kind of like, it, like it works. Uh, plus, I was, that felt like more of like a spoof movie anyway. Like, yeah. no way in hell one man, like, touched, like, this much of history. Right, like, right. Like, this dude on. did everything that he needed to do. He always got out of it, too. That dude had yeah. the most remarkable life right, of any the human best being. best life ever and still couldn't get Jenny. <laughs> man, man, damn, Jenny, what are you looking for? Shit. <laughs> this dude's an amazing man. This dude's a billionaire. Shit, like, she, was just, she was just she was just living her best life. She was a big time hoe. I couldn't stand you. Uh, she she did for us wrong. Then she come back, come back with AIDS. AIDS and a kid on top of that. God damn it! Bring your ass back here for her. shit. My parents did a good job raising me for the most part because <laughs> uh, when I first saw Forrest Gump, which is a movie I do regret not seeing in theater, I didn't see it till it came out on video. Yeah, I saw it on video too. When he snuck into her dorm room. And uh, he did the ah uh, uh. I didn't know what was, what was going oh, on. Lord. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So even though you guys let me watch Cinemax far too late at night, <laughs> I still didn't know what was going on yeah. in, that, in that Jenny's dorm room scene. And he has the fastest nut I've ever seen funny. busted in my life. It was funny. Uh, I, I was watching when her her son was – she fell asleep and her son was watching something. And some titties came on. He was eating some chips, and he looked at me real quick, like, "Oh, I just looked down, started eating some more chips." Like, yeah, I'm not supposed to watch this. I think you know. So it's funny to see a kid's reaction, like, "Oh, oh, oh." Anyway, Sean, you see this new uh, man? He didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? He didn't know if he was supposed to watch that or not. It just was real quick. You know what I mean? Like. I forgot what he was watching, but some titties came out of nowhere, and he was just like, "Oh shit!" I could see his face; like he panicked real bad. So, uh, yeah, I never, I never, I was always allowed to watch that. My parents made me turn my head. Now I could see somebody get exorcism and all that stuff, but when it came to nudity, my dad would look at me, turn your head, and I'm like, "Just turn." I wouldn't even close my ears, but I would just, yeah, yeah, I would just turn my head, and then he'd be like, "All right," and then I'd turn back around, but I could see everything else, cursing and all that. So. Yeah, I, I kind of didn't understand, like you said, and then started putting two together eventually. But, yeah, I just knew it was somebody naked on the screen, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> Well, uh, I hope you guys didn't have a similar experience as me because, uh, yeah, one uh, weekend my mom rented Boogie Nights. And oh, I, here we go with that. I'm one. sorry. <laughs> but let me guess, that did not go back on time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like we gonna, we gonna keep this for a week. We gonna pay the we gonna pay the late fees. <laughs> I think you're right about that. But that was one of the more awkward moments of my lifetime. But I think we found ourselves laughing more than anything. <laughs> that, yeah. that movie is fucking hilarious. But shout out to my parents for letting me watch that kind of shit. And yeah, it was. I, I'm not gonna lie, I was awkward watching that movie yeah. with my mom. Just me and my like mom it. watching Boogie Nights. <laughs> My mom would. She was. She, as I got older, she wouldn't even make me turn my head. She'd just be like, oh, "I'd be ashamed of themselves. It's <laughs> nasty. Why are you watching this nasty stuff? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, get past that, mom. I don't think she knew what she was getting into. Yeah, yeah. Oh, either did I. Either did I. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I promise you, Tommy, no more boogie nights from me. Yeah. I know, man. You just you just be boogie night out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You probably got the same DVD that you kept. I do. Yeah, that's part of my collection. Like, this ain't never going it's back. It's not going anywhere. Blockbuster, they out of business. They don't care. They made us feel like we made a lot of money. You got like $199 late You just got to buy it at that point. I did. They see you coming in. It's like, ah, here we go again. Mr. Boogie Night over here. 
Oh. <laughs> you nasty. Yeah, don't touch his hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't touch his hand. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Hold on. My ribs hurt. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Let's get to my dicks. All right. Let's, damn it. Get the fucking giggles out. All right. What's my next one? All right. Here's, here's one that's a pretty big one for me. Annoying kids in movies, uh, they yeah. are like the absolute yeah. worst. I yeah. remember the one that sticks out to me was uh, uh, the the Tom Cruise movie, War of the Worlds. His no, daughter, that, Dakota Fanning, yeah. No, the teenage son was pissing me off. The teenage son was another thing, but the daughter, she was just like over the top annoying. Just screaming and yelling. Just like, oh, like, like, shut the hell up. I hear you. I was like, man, these aliens are going to take you. I'm going to get rid of your ass, man, because I'm getting tired of you yelling and screaming at me. I'm your dad. <laughs> like that boy, he can go off to war, go get killed, do what you got to do, he man. He was pissing me off. He, Yeah, he was pissing me off. But, but for the most part, like, when they put, like, the... That annoying ass child yelling and screaming, doing all kinds of dumb shit, wandering off when you're not supposed to be. Right. You know, like yeah. you gonna get somebody killed, like for real, man. Like get your ass over here, man. It's always like the I don't want to sound racist, but it's always like the wandering white kid that goes out in the middle of nowhere, out in the middle of the woods, mm-hmm. makes you know anybody seen Timmy? <laughs> Timmy? Somebody find Timmy right uh. now? It's like oh lord. Like, Timmy dead and shit. Next, yeah. you know, they come out trying to find Timmy and they get him into some shit. Because remember in uh, A Quiet Place? Yeah. I don't want to say it's a kid, man, but that boy was just like. He's annoying as shit. He kept doing all the stuff to get them killed. Like, like yeah. why are you out of the damn, why are you out the damn room? They ain't so you get locked in there. You're still in the air the baby from your killed. baby. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, all right, man. Like, you, you, you just get, you just going to get hated on for the rest of cinema history because everybody hates your ass, man. Like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Will Smith made a movie with his son. Even his son was got to get on my nerves. Was it the pursuit of happiness that he did with his son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like there was like a movie or something like that where he was like annoyed the shit. No, it was uh, the Keanu Reeves movie, uh, "The Day the Earth Stood Still," the remake that they did. Oh my, I forgot. Jaden was, was so bad. Was so in bad. That, movie. that movie's not that bad though. But yeah, he no, was bad. He was. He bad. made it so much worse than it had to be. And it was like, all right, I know it's a remake. And it's kind of like, it's it's doing all right as a remake, but as soon as I see his son on screen, it's kind of like, oh, Lord, another annoying-ass kid. They stuck in the movie just to piss off the audience. It's like, all right, man, I had enough of this shit. And you would think they would know better. They should know the audience reaction is always not going to enjoy that. If there was ever nepotism like shown in cinema, it's like, Jaden had no fucking business being in that, that damn movie. <laughs> Dead serious. It's like, <laughs> I forgot. Like, if that was one movie that it. absolutely buried his movie career in my opinion, it's like, they think about the day there was the series, like, yeah, you was fucking terrible in that movie. Dakota Fanning, she bounced back. Right. She 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 bounced, she was with um um Denzel Washington and the Man on Fire. Yeah, man. She yep. she yeah. had some good movies. Yeah. Like like Jamie, he like he got karate kid, and even he was being a little bit a little bit of a bitch in that movie. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, man, it's kinda like, yo, you know, just don't do movies ever again. Kids are creepy in movies too. Like if it's a horror movie, uh, kids are creepy as shit. I got a creepy on that. Yeah, they're doing that. They look a, a a kid that's up to something in a horror movie is that's a very creepy scene, I'm sure. It's only a matter of time before they try to remake Children of the Corn. Right. What which I 
that was people really love Children of the Crow. I, I remember, do. I remember we used I to rent the hell that. out of those. I never thought it was all that. I couldn't understand what was so scary about these little motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like as you get older, now kids I are, see now, but kids now, are scary. Yeah, kids are scary as shit. Yeah, and so I know all about that. But yeah, I wouldn't be too bad to remake Children of the Corn. It's been so long, you know. It so. depends. It's kind of like how you said they're going to remake uh, the People Under the Stairs. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad either. Yeah, no, so. it depends on how well they remake it because the first one scares scared the shit out. Of me. <laughs> that was scary for like, all. Just because Jordan Peele's going to do yeah. it doesn't mean like it automatically buys right. credit. Because I right. feel like he'd be doing the most in his movies. He doing. He's starting to make you overthink too much. Like now, keep know. in mind he's only directed two movies. His name's been on a lot of stuff. But he's only himself directed two movies, yeah. and I, I was not a big fan of Us. But I yeah, hated it, Us. I, I, hated I didn't. Us. Ha- I, I thought. I, I thought I was. I, I was watching a masterpiece. I didn't until, know if you saw it was a comedy. Like I didn't see it as a comedy. Like I thought it was uh, a I thought, horror movie. I thought like Us and Get Out. I was laughing my get ass out? off. I was in horror. Laughing. No. Both oh, movies, I was, get was laughing my ass off. No, both get Out movies. is scary because that hit a little bit too close to home. That, that does. That I, does I hear especially as, uh, for you guys. Yeah, 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 I can yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Right. But oh my god, I, I can't not see a teacup at Lazy Mama House. I'm gonna throw that shit out the window. <laughs> so I mean, that shit out of here. But you know, like it does. Like times that hit a that hit home for a lot of people. Uh, but I can see the the comedy in us, like with the old boy that plays uh, Mbaku. He was uh, yeah, hilarious. I can see him. He, he, yeah. he does have a, a comedic side to him, you know. So yeah, up until us people showed up when the when the, the clone double, showed up doppelganger yeah. Or, yeah as soon as the clone showed up that movie turned crap to me uh, other than that but, i didn't understand it like what i didn't is that like something that people really think is around yes they think that people probably are twins yes. like that some people think yeah kanye west is a clone <laughs> yeah, yeah so I'm, maybe, I'm not making maybe this up michael jackson too you know yeah, I'm, I, more yeah that, that yeah, people believe it but that was a bad clone job if they clone michael jackson they fucked that clone job yeah, but yeah. good god but uh, yeah, that that is an actual thing, and sure, yeah, we've been uh, cloning sheep for over fifty years now, so I'm sure it's possible. But uh, way too much social commentary, and it was not as thrilling, scary, or exciting as the previews made us make it out to be. I was very disappointed in that. Not a bad movie by any means, but disappointing. Yeah, it had a decent concept. I did like the concept of like somebody else taking that girl's place in it. As I saw that play out at the end, I was like, oh, damn, that is kind of creepy, man. Like, this girl that lived her life in the wrong, like, uh, universe, so to speak, and then she finally yeah. comes back. Like, I like that angle, but the whole it was a nice hand-holding yeah. thing at the end of the movie, it was just Way kinda, too much. They hinted at that when it first came on about the kids holding hands across the country and stuff like that. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it took me a while to understand it. Like, I, I still don't think I quite understand it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I figured out what it was. It was... They did a little switcheroo on me, you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, all right, I get it now. But then I was like, wait a minute, I don't get it. What the hell's going on here? So it was a little bit too much thinking. I had to go on YouTube and all these different opinions on there just made me even more confused, you know? So Yeah, well, they got to do a think piece on your movie. Yeah. <laughs> that made you, you, you gave us, you gave us too much. It's too like, much. Like Christopher Nolan, but you just wouldn't overdrive. Right, right. Because Christopher Nolan, he puts a lot of stuff, like subtle stuff in his movies where he overthinks it a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like how I thought he did Interstellar at the, at the end. Like halfway through the movie, I was with him. But as soon as he got to the end where they got into the black hole and the whole coding thing, I was like, all right, you lost me. You lost me. Yeah, I didn't see that coming with the girl. He was in the book room in that different dimension somehow. Yeah. Like, what the hell's going right. on? Is he Pulling dead? strings, floating yeah. in the air and shit. Yeah, that, that was, was dope until that much. point. Yeah, it was real dope. It was kind of like, all right, man, you, you, you're doing too much. Kind of like, uh, what's the one movie that he just did with uh, Isaiah Washington? 
Oh, tenant. Tenant. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he he overthought it again. Still I was like, don't quite know what's going on. Yeah, that's what I would say. If there's one, I don't know what the fuck is going on in the last thirty minutes. That's it. I still understand. What yeah, I still kind of don't. Get I, I need to rewatch it twice that. and I still get confused. Dead serious. That even with old boy Robert Patterson, I like somebody told me like what was going on. I was like, what? That can't be right. Like he was there the whole time, or he he had already done all this stuff. At the, yeah, because yeah, basically yeah. he was living his life in reverse because he met him right. when he was uh, older. Gotcha. So he was going backwards to meet him. Like when he was, it was almost That's like they confusing. were going this way, and they just kind of met in the middle. And he's so like, he oh, knew see. every step of the way. He knew every yeah. step of the way because that's yeah. that's how they kind of gave the hint to him with the red string on his backpack mm-hmm. and how he saw him at the beginning. He like he's been there like saving him. Like the whole gotcha. time, and this is kind of yeah. like, all right, man. Like, this is, it, it, like you just lost me. You just lost me. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. Like you, that's where they give like the audience way too much credit mm-hmm. to like really think about like t- like too much like uh, intellectual shit in the movie. Man, everybody's kind of looking like who? Like people are t- people don't like to go there to like right. really think. It's like yeah. that's the SAT test. I right know, there, man. Yeah. We want to just have a good time. We want to sit here, be having to go in and take notes and shit and try to figure it out. Just give it to us easy, you know. What I mean, let it go down slow. You know, what I mean, yeah. it have to be you know too plain, but not this is this is too uh, intricate to me. Some of these movies, like Inception, a great movie, but it confused the shit out of me. You See, know now I, mean? I was on board with that. Now that movie, it, Inception, that was I, I did, I did like that. I liked movie it, but better. I was confused. All three of these movies we talking about, I was confused as shit. You, you know, they, so, like Inception was a little bit easier to digest for me. <laughs> Way easier, like to the digest. like the dream inside of a dream mm-hmm. thing. Like as soon as they if they explain it in the movie, it's kind of like. Okay, I get it. But sometimes they have the movies where you have to try to figure it out for yourself, where they assume you can figure it out. Yeah, they make you do all the work. You know what I mean? Now you got to go home and, like, well, okay, what did this mean? You know what I mean? I don't want to do all that. You know? So. Plus, Christopher Nolan, like, I always said, like, whoever does his audio needs to be fired. Because I feel shit. like I need to go to the theater. And go, <laughs> See, I only I, felt I want, that I want with the, the subtitles on so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interstellar and Tenant were the biggest. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, they were the biggest victims of that. Yeah. I, I, I need to watch that movie subtitles because I can't hear half of the dialogue with yeah, Tenet. it's not very loud or anything. So, Like he ran out of money. He's like, all right, man, who can I get to do my audio? <laughs> <laughs> like he just found somebody on Craigslist. <laughs> it's like, I can do that for cheap. <laughs> yeah. Hans Zimmer got paid for that shit, though. You'll hear everything I say. <laughs> well, no, no subtitles, man. Everybody going to hear everything crisp. <laughs> oh, Lord. They're like, yeah, yeah we'll, yeah, we'll see about all that. Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan. All right, so that 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 was number four or five for you. That was number four for me. Okay, the no, no, annoying ass kids. Yeah, all annoying y'all, ass damn kids. No man, all y'all just, just shut the hell up, man. Right. Like kids should be seen, not heard. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's what the era I come from. <laughs> Definitely. All right, all right, man. I got one for you guys. Um, this one's a little more on the funny side. Something I've always known. This. Going back to what you just said, Ryan, um, the unprotected sex scenes in movies. <laughs> oh they raw dog everything. Like, man, like, oh my gosh, man, yo. they go straight to the. Because like, you want them to, you want to see right, them put the condom yeah, on? I want to see condoms, <laughs> man. I'm, we got to promote safe sex out here, man. They just go right in. I just met this girl, and then we had sex, and then he, the girl just looking at him while he's on top. He just rolls over, and like, come on. You just. There's a 90s movie called Kids. It's not for you, Sean. Don't yeah. ever watch the movie Kids. Yeah. Oh, we don't talk about. Seen kids, yeah. There's just a lot of raw dogging in these movies, man. Come on, man. You can't. You don't. That's not how we. I mean, maybe some people, but that's not how you really get down. You know what I mean? Like, but anytime they do have a movie where they do like implement that whole part of like putting the condom on, they, it's, they, they, it's always funny as hell. Yeah, they focus yeah. on when they do focus on that. Like that, that's funny. Like y'all remember the wood. 
where he had to go. Oh, down, yeah, he yeah. had to go down the hallway yeah. to the or, brother's room to go get a condom or booty call when they didn't have a condom. It's at always all. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was yeah. a major plot point. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Why is it with black people? It's always an adventure just to get a condom. I know because I guess we just raw dog every damn thing and have a bunch of illegitimate kids running around. Uh, but um, I just feel like you see that a lot. Like every love story or even in any movie, they just like go in the room and they, they get it in. And it's like, damn, didn't anybody put on a condom? I didn't see no condoms in here. You know, so I see that a lot. Just a straight raw dog. And even <laughs> even when you raw dog, like when you, if you meet a girl, like, I, you know, we all, you know, we, we're now in that role. We don't have to talk about it. But it's kind of like a, a filling out period. You don't just go straight in. You know what I mean? You got to get to know that girl. Man. She got to get yeah, to know you, you a little bit. You got to be horny and yeah, nasty yeah, as hell. Right, right. And you know, something that's kind of a uh, uh, early on in my life. It's kind of like, oh man, I got it in there. You know what I mean? Like I'm going a little too far, but I mean, like it's not an easy transition all the time. You know what I mean? So in movies, they make it seem easy, like sex is just up. Oh, bam, we're in there, oh, ooh, sweating everywhere. You know what I mean? All right, let's go get some breakfast. You know what I mean? Like no. I've made my fair share of mistakes, and Sean, you're responsible for some of these mistakes. Oh. <laughs> Sean had me driving to parts of Indiana I've never even know existed. Good lord! So uh, it happens. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it was a, that was a different day and age. Like right. this, like remember back in high school, man. It was almost like a a thing to keep a condom in your wallet more than for a sure, debit card. For sure. Now I, I, I can't tell was. you the last time I said, "Hey, man, somebody got a." Con-. I ain't never heard that sentence uttered right. in the last ten, fifteen years, man. But I'm married, so I ain't worried about it. But it's still, yeah. it's kind of like y'all still walking around with condoms. Y'all just raw dogging everything, huh? <laughs> I used to feel shame getting condoms. Like, man. I want to buy this box of condoms you know what i mean like, oh, i always do it in yeah, secret yeah, yeah. yeah I, I go in the store as late as possible oh there's a guy on the marathon on stellhorn when, when i used to live out with my parents i would go get condoms at late at night and like he see me walking around i wanted to get something with it i just didn't want to get condoms i always got like a bag of chips or a fago or something wait a minute the marathon closer to your yeah, parents house or the one by taco to the burger bell King? it's a right there across the street from taco burger bell King. yeah the yeah indian looking indian guy? guy yes I know oh, him. Yeah, I used to go in there and he'd be I know like, that guy. oh, you're getting some pussy tonight, man. I was, I, like, I, look, I was like, oh, Lord. Oh, he was God. just looking at me. He wouldn't even scan in there. He was just looking at me. Oh, right, you're getting that's some just, pussy tonight. That's just, that's just awkward. <laughs> you can't be doing that. Right, right. But at least he was like, good job with the condom. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? He was proud of me. Like, I yeah, sold that guy bootleg <laughs> CDs, Sean. I know who that guy is. He loves yeah. Bob Marley and he yeah. smokes weed. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that marathon, guy. I used to pull in there late because I knew they had condoms. He's worked there for, he's still yeah. working there. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, yeah, going there at midnight. He's still working there. You're getting have some pussy tonight. Like, I never forgot that because he was proud of me because I was buying. I felt I felt proud of myself. You know, what I mean, I don't remember where I went, but at least I had some comments. You know, so like, but, damn, don't make it awkward. No, no, man. But it, it, I always felt shame to buy him. But I'm, I, you know, now I don't think people, you know, do it as much. They don't buy them and go and get them like they should because we see a lot of kids around here. You know, what I mean, so in the movies especially, they just brought dog hit it. And just I just feel like, man, this, they don't promote condoms at all in these movies, you know. So, oh. yeah, it's not like how it is. You know, it's not that easy of a transition if you hadn't had it before, you know what I mean. So uh, that's my number four uh, is the – I just always see them having sex without condoms. You know what I mean? Just right. straight to the – straight right, to, to it. To be fair, know? in the cinema world, that would mess up the whole sex. Yeah, it would. wouldn't. That's and what I'm saying. They're trying to keep the scene. True. And but, you, it, yeah. if you want to show any of the male or female genitalia, right, you're looking right. at an NC-17 rating. Oh, yeah, a mature rating or something like that, yeah. yeah. And come on, man, that Billy Bob Thornton scene would look a little bit different. He said, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Let me go get a condom. Right. Now, That's like you... 10 miles away at the store. Yeah. There is one of the more disturbing things. Now, um, uh, what's the movie uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo with mm. Daniel Craig in it? 
I mean, which version? You talking about the the American one? version? The okay. American version. The which is still the good. international version with Naomi. Pace? That's that's my it's, boo right there. I love. I, I, I love I'm it. a big fan of her. I yeah, thought I, I am. Her. That was a lot of good, way better than the American version. But uh, in the American version, the fat man who rapes her yeah. puts on a condom first. But when Daniel Craig bangs her at the end, he doesn't put on a condom. He went straight raw dog. He probably, he probably, he probably the fuck got up, something. James Bond. I know. But <laughs> I, I do gotta say, to a certain extent, that kind of goes along with um, why I heard some guy get shot down. I was like, because some guy pointed out, how can we never see characters use the bathroom in movies? They get on a five-hour flight, we never see them mm-hmm. piss. It, the, it, that's not the main point. The point is they went from point A to B. So I do think in, in movies. I I can I see where you're saying, Sean, but I don't need the, the the main point of that is these characters are getting intimate with each other. Yeah, yeah, but so, we but we know like most people who just met at a they they'll be at a bar and like you going home with me? He's like, yeah, and then you know saying no, just rolls over. You know, but damn, nobody did anything here. You know, well, what I mean? oh, know and they're under the covers too. Yeah, yeah. that's just not real. Right, it was that's hot not as real. fuck under the covers. You know what I mean? Everybody, people just walk around burning up. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. We all know what the risks are. It's a, it'd be a For lot sure. of kids. Cause they'd be, you know, they, you know, they're going in and that, full throttle in there. It's going to be a lot of kids, too. The girl just up next day running you know, down the park, down New York Times Square somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. She just get raw, don't she? don't feel any kind of ickiness about that. Come on. I just know that's not how life is, you know. So maybe some, you know, I'm not going to knock everybody. But uh, I just see that a lot in movies, though, so. Yeah, True. if I ever if I ever saw that, like put the counter, I was like, ah, you ruining the mood. Yeah, it's, it's this like how you got to say, like you got to ask for consent, now. Yeah, like you, like could you imagine that in a romantic time? Like, hey, are you sure you? <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? Like a, a perfect example was knocked up. Remember, she thought he put oh, on he a condom. Oh, he was trying to. Yeah, and he, was, and he said, like, I just go on with it. He yeah, like, oh. and she's like, you didn't put on a condom? <laughs> yeah, so, like, she was pissed. I mean, that ruined her life. It ruined her life, you know what I mean? So she had a lot to, to lose. But, uh, yeah, this is something I've always noticed. So, yeah. Definitely. There are no condoms used in boogie nights, <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you bring up boogie nights? <laughs> hey, I couldn't kids. resist. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Damn it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really starting to hate that movie. <laughs> and violent. it's Julianne Moore, and I love her, Ooh, man. You just She's like, showing her titties in that. It's, oh, Lord. It's, it's like, a, was it Roller Girl? Old in that Roller Girl shows her titties, too. How can you hate Not that John movie? John C. Riley, Don <laughs> Cheadle. Like, well, the best cast of all time. It's hilarious. That is one of the greatest casts of all time. But, unfortunately, a lot of people will just not watch that movie just because they ain't trying to see Mark Wahlberg's dog. <laughs> well, that's their loss. Not for the dog part, but that is a... I was going to say, what you say? That, that, that is... Uh, <laughs> It's, it's good. It's filmmaking at its best. Absolutely. There's uh, there's one great great direction, great acting, great story. It, it it's good. If you want to see a rise, like it is a good story. it is a good movie. But overall, just kind of like you can't explain like a porno. It's like I can explain Zach and Mary before I can explain Boogie Nights. Yeah. <laughs> I, um. These just people looking for their place in the sun. That's it. <laughs> That's just one industry. Okay, who who started was it? Uh, it was Ryan's, I think. Okay, right. uh, so second. Okay, all right. Let's see where we're at here. Ah, okay. Here's something I've mentioned in uh, previous podcast. All right, Hollywood. There's been a thousand sci-fi and action movies seen. I don't ever, 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 ever want to see a finale. Where there's a giant ass beam of light oh, yeah. shooting up into the sky again in my 
damn life. I've seen it so many damn times. Sometimes it works. Sometimes. Um, but think back on all the movies we've seen. And some of these movies, including the original Ghostbusters, it does work. But we go to the more recent Suicide Squad. And the fifth element, it worked. Fifth element. Lilu. Yeah, at the end when she... It shot out of her body. That's shot right. Out of her. Shot out of her life. But um, to it. I don't want to see it used as what they call uh, a MacGuffin. I've heard it called uh, a doodad. Um, And one of my favorite movies of recent times, uh, the uh, age Spider-Man in Spider-Verse called it a a goober. It's a plot device that the good guys have to figure out how to disarm to stop the bad guys. It gives them a reason to plan something. And then the usual plot trope, there's some disagreement. And then they join up together and they figure out how to disarm this magical device that the bad guys are going to try to use to take over the world or the universe. They even used it in the Ghostbusters remake. It's it's so tiresome. I mean, I enjoyed the hell out of Sonic 2. Sonic has it, I heard. Uh, but sure enough, yeah, when they got that big crystal at the end that Robotnik was after, sure enough, yeah, big ass light into a sky. It's so tiresome. Um, they even used it in the original Avengers. I, I was not a big fan. I loved the Avengers and when the Hulk was going crazy at the end. But sure enough, another beam into the sky that they have to disarm. It's lazy. We've seen it five million times. And it's not exciting. I, that's always a sign of a bad movie. For the most part, when the finale has some machine shooting a big-ass beam of light that the good guys have to team up and disarm you know what's going to happen. You know they're going to disarm it. It's not It's not exciting anymore. Hollywood, stop with the doodad beam of lights. It, it's old. Damn, I can think of a few movies that actually did that shit. Uh, Damn, a, a million. Mm-hmm. It's either a lot. Uh, now that I think about it, yeah. That's it. I'm so tired of that trope. Good God. Good God. Yeah, it, it went the Transformers 3. That's just another movie I thought top of my head. Another beam of light. Some dude got left. He got shot and got the beam of light. Oh, fell yeah, off. It yeah. was fucking terrible. Good God. So, oh, yeah, I remember that. that was, <laughs> Damn, in God, Chicago, yeah. They, yeah. They, they did that with Godzilla, didn't they? Like, uh, King of Monsters. Yeah. Like he like did that whole little uh, thing and he shot it into the earth or something with like the that. X, yeah, yeah. Yeah he, yeah, he did that. All right, all right, all right. You, you might be on to something. All right, all right. Damn, I'm starting to notice that not more. Damn. Yeah, they, they did a little bit. Live uh, uh, most recent Ninja Turtles movie. Remember the CGI Turtles that was produced by Michael Bay? Had All right, we Fox gonna talk about Ninja Turtles. That ain't exactly <laughs> no, like no. Cinema, I'm not, talk, like I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about the originals. I, uh, God bless those. I love the Vanilla Ice sequel as well. Oh, you talking about the remake? We're yeah. talking about the remake Michael with uh, yeah, had uh, Megan Fox's uh, April yeah. and April O'Neil. Yep, the original beam of light ending. I'm telling you, yeah. It, it's, it's an easy trope. It's 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 so fucking tight played Damn. out. Okay, all right. It, I'm telling you, yeah. You'll notice Cause it. Because I'm thinking about it. I was like, yeah, I did see that quite a few times, mm-hmm. man. They do do that shit a lot. All right, but all right, so it's like they got nothing else, man. That's this recycled <laughs> shit that, that just seems to work. All right, it's, man, it's like refried beans, man. Just let it go. <laughs> I'm trying. All right, now, my, my last one. This is this is the one that I, I thought we were gonna save for like when we do like our horror list because mm-hmm. I know we have a long list of like a whole bunch of bad shit they do in horror films. Oh god! <laughs> but unfortunately, like this is the one that just annoys the fucking shit out of me. It, it never seems to fail. It, it is 
the people that always want to go towards the danger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my Lord. He's like, Ark, I hear a noise. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go find out what that is. What is that over there? Then it's almost somebody, you know, the girlfriend's like, no, don't go there. Don't go out there. Everyone's like, nah, don't worry. I'll be fine. I'll be right back. He don't, he don't, he don't be right back. He don't, he's no. gone. He gone. He dead. It's tore up. Yeah. And not only that, he led y'all back to where the, the rest of the buffet is. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, all y'all going to be dead. Like, oh, like, don't go towards the dungeon. Don't go towards the danger, man. Because I think the last movie that I've seen that where they actually made fun of, like, like going towards, like, a noise. Y'all remember uh, Candyman, where she went to that, uh, that, um, that laundromat, mm. and then she opened up that door. She saw that, that dark staircase and the darkness and everything. She was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's exactly how I was supposed to be. Yeah. It's like, nope, I ain't falling for that shit no more. No, 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 no. I ain't gonna go down to that scary ass basement that might get me killed. Like, no. So yeah, whenever I see like people like going towards the danger, like it's nice and heroic in a lot of ways. But for the most part, it's kind of like, dude, in real life, you would never do that no. shit, man. If you hear a noise, if I hear a noise in the middle of the night now, I'm looking like I ain't hear shit. I ain't getting up. Hell no, I'm me, not even opening that damn door. If right. my wife tells me, like, I heard something downstairs, I'm like, go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you trying to send me to the I fucking know. killer to get killed, man? Like, my life is as valuable as yours. Hell like, yeah. no. So you can stay up there and put the blanket around your mouth. Like, like no, okay, babe. No, fuck that. You heard it first. You go I check know. it. <laughs> no. no I, I hate that shit. Like, no, you ain't going to ever find me going towards the noise. I ain't, I ain't falling for that shit. <laughs> No, 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 no. I ain't going towards that. If I hear a noise, if I hear my dog make a weird noise mm-hmm. out in the wilderness, I was like, oh, fuck, they got Roscoe. <laughs> like, no, I ain't going to be another fucking dog chasing victim. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. It's like, not no, good. No, no, Never no, no. good. Oh, the old dog kidnapping trick. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't falling for that shit. <laughs> Roscoe underneath a picnic table. You trying to grab him and shit. Hey, oh, big ass axe comes. Oh, yeah, up. fucking... Fucking Jeepers Creepers take you up into the moon and shit, man. Oh. It's like, you know, I heard something in the attic. I'm like, well, I guess somebody's in the attic. I, mean, <laughs> I guess it's, they live there now. Like, yeah. you want? Yeah. Prepare yourself, Tommy. Uh, I'll save next week for, to talk about my dislike of the recent horror movie X. It has Kid oh, Cudi in a supporting yeah, role. You told me I that. had high hopes for this. I was looking forward to it. I didn't have any kind of high hopes. It was kind of like, it, it is what it is, it, man. It's like it's a low-budget horror film about... It has some good good hype surrounding it. I, I was I thought it was going to be an original, uh, one of the better horror movies that came out. I was wrong. What a fool I am. But yeah, at one point, uh, a character says, oh, I, I forgot my other flashlight down in the basement. Can you go get it for me? And the character says, okay. And walks down. <laughs> I, I'm not making it. Yeah, that happened. In a 2022 horror movie, I forgot Mother Flashlight down in the basement. Can you go down there and get it for me? I'm like, hell to the no. <laughs> like, we going to share mine. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And don't ask to hold it. You're going to lose mine, too. <laughs> no, no, I ain't falling for that shit. No. That flashlight gone forever. <laughs> Dead serious. You better get a lighter or use your felt cell phone oh, yeah. or something. Like, come on, man. I ain't got time to do bullshit. <laughs> Oh, man. Come on, who cares a flashlight nowadays, man? That shit is over. Right. <laughs> I ain't seen a flashlight down no way. Oh, Lord. yeah, but yeah, that, that that's probably my last one. Like going towards the danger, going towards the noise. Like it's common. Like mm-hmm. like, when does it ever work? When does it ever work? Never. I've yet to see it. I've yet to see it. It's a certain death. For you or your sidekick. Yeah. And it's always along the lines of like that one person that like they're traveled in a group and then one person that hears a noise and they veer off by themselves. Yeah, stop separating in these movies. Like, man. come on, man. Yeah. Don't y'all watch the movies. Y'all know the rules, man. Travel in packs. Don't go off by yourself. That's all you that. that's they how always, you get killed. 
They even make fun of that in one of the scary movies and shit. I'm separating all the time. Yeah, they turn around like, hey, where's John? It's like, John dead as a motherfucker. John is out of here. We are not going back for John. John John heard a noise, and now John is dead. So, yeah, bye. Bye, John. (laughs) Stay separating. You two go over there. Us two are going to go this way. Hell no. We Remember what scary movie did that? Yeah, with uh, Regina King. He's yeah. like, yo, every time y'all say split up, man, that's when everybody get killed. He's like, all right, you three come here. <laughs> all the black people. He's like, oh, we did. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I like how they actually made fun of that shit because that was, that was yeah. funny as hell. Or they always need somebody to... to to set something up, like for instance, like you, you got to put your hand on this trigger. I need you to go all the way down there and put your hand under that trigger. And we're at the same time. We're gonna go, man. Hell no. We gonna. Have, I don't know how we gonna do that because we're supposed to stick together. Goddamn it. We're gonna have to make a link or something together and hold on because we're not splitting up. We know? lost power. Can somebody go down and check on the breaker? Somebody got to turn the key at the same time. Hell and no. There's always that one dude. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. He's like he ain't coming back, y'all. He's done. He's done. Yes, it didn't work for. Samuel Jackson, and they gonna work for you. Uh, <laughs> right. Hold on, that's my last one. So what, uh, what, what, what you got? I, um, I got my last one right here. I've talked about this before, and it's very annoying because I always just, even as a kid, I would see this. They never eat the food that's prepared for them. A lot of times, they don't eat their food. Like, uh, oh, like the mom not. will make a huge breakfast. The, cu- the son to come down there. Sorry, mom, gotta run. He just grab a damn piece of toast. They got pancakes, sausage. <laughs> come on, man. The real person gonna make at least a sandwich out of it. They just grab a dry ass piece of toast or a pop tart. Oh, I can't eat, mom. Sorry, gotta go. Like, come on, man. Or they'll be at a dinner and somebody get mad and be like. I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm not they're eating none of their steak, none of their mashed potatoes, beans. They eat uh, much they, slower paced than yes, humans, too. They don't eat no none of their food in, in the movies. Uh, they always just leave the food on the table. You remember House yeah. Party? Like, I, re- uh, I remember. He, I remember he, he, he literally was trying to duck out the house, and he grabbed like a piece of toast. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, Robert Harris like, Chris, eat your breakfast, boy. <laughs> <laughs> they never eat their breakfast or dinner. They never eat all of it, at least. They just grab little pieces the mom, whoever prepared for this movie, the, the meal for the movie just had this huge meal, and they just there's always one, like a fight or that, orange that juice, yeah, up. yeah, soul food they did right, that. Like yeah, man, yeah. they left all that damn food <laughs> on the table, right? <laughs> somebody slaved in the kitchen to make all this food, and they grab a pop tart. Man, get the hell out of here! I'm eating some of this shit. You know what I mean? So I, I don't like that. I, man, I always even in Christmas that. vacation they got their meal right, ruined. Man, right. the dog came and fucked everything up and <laughs> yeah. chased a squirrel. Hell yeah, they never eat all the food in the movies. They just t- or they pretend to slight cut into something or they're doing something but then they they drop the silver and start talking you know what I mean? like, always yeah, yeah look man eat some of that food <laughs> that good man. ass steak you yeah. take a bite yeah. <laughs> oh there was one movie that i'm thinking about right now where they actually finished their meal and i was very satisfied with the result y'all remember uh the harold and kumar go to white castle when uh-huh. they finally got to white castle and they oh, finished yeah. all their food yeah, i was yeah. like they finished all that they finished it all i was like all right that's how it's supposed to end you got all your food man now mm-hmm. you can get on with your life man so yeah when they finished the meals i was like huh right that, that never happens they, like <laughs> I, what was i i can't remember what i was watching but the mom made a breakfast the guy the boy comes out he starts arguing with the sister and he just grabs up you know a piece of toast or what an orange juice and left you know what i mean and he's on a skateboard with a piece of toast you know what i mean like eat some of this food man come on man <laughs> 
damn, this shit look good. Damn, you know, I mean? waste a lot of fuel. My mom would have lost her mind. I left the house without eating some of that shit. That was not allowed in my household. Yeah, either. you better eat some of these grits and <laughs> sit your ass down. God damn it! I made pancakes and stuff. That was not allowed. Man, man. that serious. Not leaving this house like this. Yeah, so. What y'all doing with all this, man? Everybody's starving in the world. I know, man. Eat some of this food, man. These movies are killing me. They don't eat no food, and then. And then Oh, I gotta say, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is the. Uh, I remember that when he would make all his gadgets were made. All his shit. gadgets made yeah. all of it. He shit took one good, little though. bite of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this dude had the most gourmet breakfast yeah, of all time. Oh, yeah. He took one spoonful of cereal, chewed it, and walked out the house. Right, wiped his mouth with a napkin. Like, yeah, man, get out of here, man. Eat some of them nice bacon and some of them potatoes right there, man. Come on, that stuff looked good. So, and then it's always like neatly placed in a stack of pancakes this high in the middle, you know. So, they just never eat their food. That's one thing I've noticed. So, that was my number five for me. I hear you. Yeah. So, good thing you guys never uh, took up a smoking habit because as a smoker, I have noticed in a lot of movies the size of the cigarette and cigar changes when there's multiple cuts in the scene. That's another pet peeve similar to yours. One, one scene, the cigarette's almost done. They cut to a female character, cut back to the guy smoking a cigarette. It's, it's, <laughs> it just looks like it just got litter. So, right, like, come yeah. on, editor. You messed that up bad. Good Lord. Yeah, <laughs> this, a, is one of those, this is one of those things where I actually notice, like, a lot of movie errors. Yes. Like, with next thing you know, like, they got a jacket on, then they don't have a jacket on. Yeah. Like, 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 the cigarette thing, they can just get rid of all that. They just let people vape. Like, <laughs> like, like stop trying to light a cigarette. Next thing you know, is is well lit. Next thing you know, it's down to the fucking, <laughs> down to the, the, the damn base of the whole, like, you know, <laughs> yes. Like y'all had like fifteen takes, man. He finally got he got to do his last puff. <laughs> about to have cancer here. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Hollywood gave people cancer. Right. Like, oh man, come on now, another puff. <laughs> I don't even smoke like this. Oh my god, lord. Oh man, funny. Man, that's a, that's an unusual one. I gotta think about that. Yeah, this, next time you watch a movie and there's a big meal, see if they finish the meal. They never <laughs> that, finish the meal. They, they always never just, do. They get up. Oh, I gotta run. I gotta get to work. I gotta go, mom. And then the dad sitting there. He all, he not eating. He just reading the newspaper. He don't even hit the food. Damn. Just sitting there. You know, the kids I mean? never finish. They their meal. never finish their meal. They always out of there. They ain't got no time for all that. They just need something quick. They gotta go, mom. I'm late. Can't handle that. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go. You don't eat some of that. I'm late. God damn it. Shit. Like make a big breakfast and grab a Pop Tart or a Hell toaster yeah. stew. Like I'm just gonna have a bagel. Hell yeah. <laughs> One piece of bacon. Man, get your ass. I will tear this to pieces. I love breakfast. You know? Hell so, yeah. And it's not just breakfast. Even dinner and they make a big dinner and they don't ever finish. Can I be excused? And they just sit their stuff down and they're out of there. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah, you could be excused, honey. But you didn't eat nothing, man. Come on. My dad would have lost his mind on me. You know, that was his pet peeve. You eat not them. You gonna eat something. You know, because then what I would do is not eat that an hour later. Can we get some McDonald's or something? Oh, oh hell no. knock my head off. <laughs> what? You don't eat none of your food. Now. You want something else? <laughs> or I would beg for something and then I never had. Like, I remember the first time I seen him eat liver. I was yeah. like, ooh, that looked good. What is that? You're not going to eat it. Oh, I want something. You're not going to eat it. I'll, I'll try some. He gave it to me. I ate it. I spit it right back out. Oh. God damn it. That's your last goddamn time. Don't you ask for nothing else. <laughs> Take your ass to bed. Like, I mean, like, he hated, he hated begging. You know what I mean? Like, I just saw him with it. I didn't want it until I saw him. Saw him. So, it's just a pet peeve. I see people in movies. They don't finish none of these meals. These meals be looking good, man. And these movie meals. Come on. So, yeah. I hear you. I, hear you. I, I know I've seen so many cartoons and TV shows. Yeah. I, I, I prepare myself to hate liver just off of pop culture. It was not what I thought it was. It was, it was not that bad. 
It was not I was as bad as I was expecting. I, I, I hear kid, it. My palates weren't developed yet. I'm chicken tender in and out at that point. <laughs> I you know, understand. Fish tick McGee. I didn't like anything <laughs> else besides pizza and french fries and that, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, you saw how chubby I was playing peewee football. <laughs> I would eat anything. Right. That, that, yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I was nothing wasted on my plate. I nah, would eat anything. I didn't want no vegetables. Chinese food was definitely not in. I hated Chinese food. What? Yeah. Man, that's blasphemy, Sean. I know. What's, that's crazy because it had vegetables in it. So I would try to pick out the peas and the carrots. I'm always oh. slap my hand. Like, yeah, but you eat it all oh. together. You can barely taste it. I would, I would yeah. just force myself to eat vegetables. I'd be like gagging. I hated it. Really? Man, yeah. Now I love it. Of course, I have a grown person's palate now. No, but, I, uh, I still hate vegetables. Yeah. I, will, I don't go. As long as there's a lot of butter and salt and I pepper. I anything. Yeah, you're going to have a heart attack. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm planning for it. Yeah, that's what kills black <laughs> people the most. Not the gunfire. Salt and pepper. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'll die a fat, happy death. All right, man. What you got is your last one there ryan Whew, okay this is um this is something that i'm sure we've all heard i'm sure you guys have noticed and didn't even know what you guys are hearing and this is uh one more i'm gonna have to do an audio cue on this i just want to see if you guys recognize this this is something we hear in uh, star wars indiana jones uh the biggest one for me that that uh, it always it really hammered it home was when um, Buzz Lightyear got knocked out of out of the house by that lamp in the original Toy Story. Buzz Lightyear, what the remember hell? Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story? Remember Woody set him up to try to get fall behind the table, and the lamp swung, swung around and knocked him out the window. So I'm just gonna hopefully the microphone picks. I'm just gonna play this little audio roll from YouTube. Listen, you guys will understand what I'm talking about soon. Heard that scream? What the hell kind of yell was that? You'll, you'll hear it in a lot of movies. I'm going to keep going. Think of that stormtrooper getting shot in the original Star mm-hmm. Wars before. That's not an actual actor from that movie. They used a screen in over 400 movies. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling you, yeah. you've heard it in more movies than you yeah, can imagine. Yeah. It takes me right out of the movie. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit. Sure. It not, is. It is, okay. yeah. How many movies is this? Like a little, is this like a little quick little sound bite that they use for everything? Like it, it a like a, a typical yell or scream? Yes, uh, this is definitely uh, something I googled years past, and it's I've hated it ever since I found out. It's called the Wilhelm scream. W h i l w i l h e l m. The Wilhelm scream, first used in the in uh, the 1951 movie. Distant drums. It goes back to 1951. The sound designer on the original Star Wars, a name by the name of Ben Burritt, he put that in the movie. He found some stock studio reel labeled Man Being Eaten by Alligator. So when you see the, um, when Luke and Leia are breaking or trying to get off the Death Star in the original Star Wars, and that bridge is down, and they, Right before they swing across on on uh, with Luke and Leia, he starts. He has a shootout with some stormtroopers, and that first stormtrooper to get shot, he falls over. And you'll hear that screaming. That yeah, you'll you'll hear it in Indiana Jones. You, they use it in more movies than you can imagine, and it's so distinct. It always takes me right out of the movie. Now, uh, me and Sean get a kick out of hearing people scream in the movies. <laughs> Uh, especially the male characters. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's usually the actor themselves that makes it funny. 
that is just some stock studio audio that they throw in there and it's a it's an inside gag that's kind of run its course and <laughs> it is annoying as hell now keep in mind next time you watch the original toy story whether on your own free time or with your kids watch when woody gets knocked out that window watch when the stormtrooper falls uh in the death star uh at one point, Legolas throws some guy off an elephant yeah. in Return of the King. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll hear that yeah. scream. They've kind of backed off of it in the recent times. The most recent movie that I found that it was in was in uh, that first Venom movie. It's real brief. But that's kind of an inside joke within the uh, sound production side of things in, uh, in a lot of Hollywood movies. The Wilhelm scream. You can always tell when it's in use. I'm sure you guys have heard that a million mm-hmm. times. I don't know exactly what that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And it takes it just reminds me, oh, you're watching a movie. And you can tell it's not even real. It seems like it's a goof it's like just to be goofy. You know what I mean? It, why, why, why it, would it's they supposed use to it? be yeah, it's, suppo- yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be an inside joke. Yeah. Okay, okay. But uh yeah, it's it's run its course to me and i doing the research on this, it's been used in over four hundred movies and T V shows since nineteen fifty one. It became popular with the original Star Wars, and it became an inside joke with most Lucasfilms. So you'll hear it in every Indiana Jones and every Star Wars movie up to The Last Jedi. It's annoying as hell at this point. (laughs) Please, Hollywood, stop using that Wilhelm scream. Just use the actors and stuntmen scream and give me a good laugh. I I don't need that little fake audio cue. No, the only scream they should reuse, like in Hollywood, is like when Jazz gets thrown out of the the oh, house at Fresh Prince. Like that's the only scream they should be reusing. I'm, I'm down like, for that. Aside from that, I was like, yeah, I, I really got to start thinking about that, man. I think I heard that a few times. I have. Yeah. Go back and watch some of your favorite movies. You, you'll, you'll hear that, especially yeah. the action movies. Yeah, yeah. But why would they reuse that over and over again? Like whoever get somebody about to get royalties off that damn screen. I, I hope so. I, I really hope Use so. Substance Fifty One. Uh, yeah, they call it the Wilhelm scream because that was uh, a lady created it, right? Uh, it was um, a re- it could have been, but it was in the uh, movie Distant Drum. So maybe the audio producer on that was was a woman, mm. but um, it was named the Wilhelm scream. That's funny by a guy by Ben Burritt, uh, just because the the audio cue he got it from was a small character in the movie called uh, the. The Charge at Feather River, some crappy Western movie, it looks like. And the character who did that scream in that movie, his name was Wilhelm. And so it's been called the Wilhelm Scream ever since. <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, just growing up watching movies, I could always tell when that scream was in a movie because it was always it sounds so distinct. Oh, yeah, it's a distinct, yeah. It doesn't even sound realistic. And yeah, it's, 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 it's funny. Yeah, it's it's yeah. kind of funny, but... Uh, the natural screams are far more oh, funny. Oh, way more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah Hearing the yeah, stuntmen yeah. falling. It's a, yeah, Th- that sounds natural. But every time I hear that, I can t- I know that's just somebody on the production team having fun with the audience and sneaking it past them. But yeah, once you've seen as many movies as us, you you start right. to notice that. Please stop using that Hollywood. Well, they probably won't listen to you. No, <laughs> that's, totally, that's totally fine because Hollywood is stubborn as hell. That's yeah. just how people are. And if something is working, they, well, I don't see why they would ever want to try to change For something. Sure, that's like very that. distinct, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, damn. I wonder if there's any, mother, any other things that they keep reusing over and over again. 
I gotta start thinking about that. Well, the beam thing, you mm. you, you definitely seem to find consistencies and stuff like that where it just gets annoying after a while. I'm telling you, the oh, beam God. thing, I'm 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 kind of like wishy washy on it because yeah, they do use that shit a lot where there's like a beam shooting up in the sky or they shooting a beam down to kill something. Or, well, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of get it. But Don't like, make that your big finale where they gotta shut this beam down. Man, it's so freaking old. I was already having a shitty enough time with that Suicide Squad with Will Smith in it. Wait, didn't Avengers do it twice? Didn't they do it in the Age of Ultron? Oh. Like Captain America, he had that little device where they shot the beam down, then he shot it up from his chest. They, I don't God remember. damn it, they did. They, oh, you might be right. I, I, know for, I know for a fact they did in uh, the Avengers 1. I know for a fact they did. Yeah, they absolutely did it in the second one. I just, I just, just thought about that. Damn, you kind of ruined it for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's there's some good movies. Like I said, the original Ghostbusters consist of that, and Ghostbusters too. But uh, well, yeah, we're gonna kind of say. Uh, I'm uh, kind of a fan same, of that. Yeah, it, it is what it is. It, it is like that. It is. Aside from that, man, like we we got anything we got to get off our chest? You got an honorable mention? You got this one in right there because, like I said, I wrote a lot. <laughs> yeah. I wrote a lot. Man. I got one um, honorable mention. Uh, the the villain always takes a long time to kill the person he's trying oh, to kill. He always the monologue. Like, he always reminiscing and start, or something like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I was tired of seeing that a villain can always you know kill the per- the the hero or whatever way before they get you know they have to just kill him get it over with. They gotta say a vision or something out there. Like this is yeah. for my mother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did such and such. Right. <laughs> like, like, dude, we don't care, man. Right. Just kill me. I know, man. Come on, he's just taking forever to do that. He's talking. <laughs> this and the, is for my mother. And the guy's back there unloosening the rope and shit while he's talking. <laughs> Come on, man, get the hell out of here. Oh, this kind of like the bad aim. They just doing that just to prolong. Oh the yeah, movie. oh yeah, for sure. Because they didn't. And like, all right, man, you be dead as shit. That's it. <laughs> oh, all right, let me let me think. All right, one that does that does still get on my nerves. It's along the lines of the. Like the older people doing action movies, I hate horrible fight edits. Oh, okay. oh yeah. my lord! Like when you see Liam Neeson do an action movie and they gotta do like fifty edits for like <laughs> for like one kick and yeah. a punch. It's fifty not, edits for one kick. It, it's so annoying. Yes, it's like let the fight breathe for the most part because mm-hmm. that's why I love the Daredevil fight in the hallway so much in that TV show. It's like. You let it go all the way through. Let the fight breathe. You actually know that they're actually like getting exhausted from this fucking fight. Ain't nobody leaving no damn fight like all well rested, man. Know, they got man. all their breath. They ain't wheezing or nothing. I was like, come on, man. You know that took a lot out of you, man. It took a lot out of me just to watch that shit. They do, yeah, and they do that too with the blood, and they get hit in the mouth, and they always look at it. Oh, oh, oh it's real now, man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Hit my, I got One of my favorite Bruce Lee scenes. I, I'm not gonna knock. I'm not gonna knock Enter the Dragon for that, but yeah, yeah that gets old. But that's what I think. That's one of the reasons that me and you lost our minds over the Raid One and Two. Because uh, yeah, there was no over editing on that. These are these yeah. are athletes going at it. There's some sure. long ass takes in that. You tired by the time you watch that? Like, ooh, calm down, guys. Good Come Lord, on, man, yeah. I'm out of breath. Yeah, it, it looks like people actually got their necks broke right. making that damn movie. Right, man, you can see how they just kept getting up from those hits. You know, Dead so. serious. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why I like Jackie Chan movies. You ever see like a movie where? Uh, Somebody's driving. They're not even looking at the road. They're just looking at the person. They're just constantly looking at the passenger. The whole oh, time. I hate when they're always doing yeah, the ten two yeah, drive yeah. <laughs> with the fake background. Nobody drives like that. Right, right. ten and two the whole time, Term- Term- and I just turn left and right. Terminator two did that when they when they left that uh, when they picked up Sarah Connor 
and T one thousand was chasing them, and then they showed the back seat with. Uh, oh, when they were leaving, the same, leaving the insane asylum. Yeah, yeah. Same that looked real fake. Roads in the back, like get the hell out. That of here. looked you know, real God, fake. It just look, it just it doesn't look aesthetically pleasing just to see people like drive how they really drive. Right. When realistically, like when you doing stuff like this, like, <laughs> right. like you're all over the fucking road. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody turns the steering wheel that damn much driving. That is like you're on the sidewalk. <laughs> you killed somebody. Like it's yeah. like you're all over. It's like driving a Grand Theft Auto. You're yeah. Like you're all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I kind of let that one go. So I'm like, if we just saw him doing like regular drivers, it doesn't look good. Like, yeah, so, like for the setup apart, but it's kind of like, yeah, all right, just, you just kind of have to accept that. Like, that's just how it is. It, it has to look good for like the camera. <laughs> yeah, but that is kind of annoying. That is do like that. Like, damn man, he all over the fucking road. Yeah, he, Sean, you will not enjoy any movie made before 1984 because <laughs> that's what all the driving scenes look like. Fake background, 10 and 2. Right. <laughs> Looking at the passenger the whole time. Serious. Not watching the road, man. Come on. Who's <laughs> watch the road at all in the movies? Oh, it's real bad. And then when they do, is like, when an accident does come, oh, it jump out. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't see that. Man, come on, man. You've been looking at the passenger for two minutes, man. Come on. Jeez. Oh, I, I just... Talking to you guys, uh, I, I thought, and this goes back to one of my favorite movies with your boy Nicolas Cage. There you go. I love this movie, but uh, this has a trope which I'm tired of. Oh, shit. Good guy, bad guy shooting at each other. They stop and point each other's guns at each other and start talking before they start shooting again. <laughs> that would never fucking happen in real life. No, no, the fuck way. You guys are shooting the shit at each other, ducking and dodging bullets left and right. All of a sudden, you stop mid-battle. And start talking. Well, this is payback for when you shot my son. I can't believe you did this. Well, you'll never defuse that bomb unless you do this. Who the fuck has time? You guys are just shooting at each other. Keep shooting. Or, they, or they they both go empty at the same time. Click, click. And they're just sitting there. And just, now you got to do something else. You know what I mean? Come on. Y'all both ran out at the same damn time, of yeah, course. Oh, man. Yeah, I never understood that. You got a chance to shoot the guy. Why are, you, why are y'all sitting there talking? Shoot oh, yeah. his ass. Yeah. Shoot him. That does happen a lot. <laughs> a lot of times. Didn't that happen in Desperado? Fuck yeah. They were did. both sliding on the bar, then they yeah, shot each other. It's like, click, click. <laughs> <laughs> they actually yeah, went through about yeah. three or four guns. Yeah. That was realistic. Like, all right, find the gun with a bullet in it. <laughs> yeah, was, oh, Lord. I love that oh, movie. Oh, perfect. Same here. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. All right. Let's, 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 let's end this one with some... Uh, with some good vibes, man. Right. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to Cinematic Savants and thank y'all for listening to our, our rant today about mm-hmm. all the stuff that we hate, man. But just to kind of like get back into the good mood, I like to try to remind people of like why we why we do love movies because yeah, for the most part, like can can movies be over the top, yeah. e- exaggerated? Like, yeah, sure, they could, but for the most part, like movies have like a great place in our lives it's like leaving like some good feelings man like really tap into our emotions man absolutely like, like there's i like to think there is at least one movie out there for everybody that has like a secret place in their heart that mm-hmm. like that that really like helps them through like a tough day or like helps them with their emotion or something like that something that just has like a special spot in your heart man so like for that i'm gonna end this with the uh, with a movie montage that I think a lot of people will enjoy. And this will probably sum up, at the very least for me, why we love movies. So I'm going to leave you out with this montage, and we're going to say goodnight to everybody, and I hope you guys all have a great weekend, and, and of course, go out and see a movie, and uh, go and enjoy yourself. Oh, yeah, for sure. Have a good night, everybody. Take yeah. it easy. Guy told me one time, 
Don't let yourself get attached to anything. You are not willing to walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you feel the heat around a corner. You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed? No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. You know what I'm sick and tired of, Harry? I'm sick and tired of having to eke my way through life. Pop quiz, asshole. You have a hair trigger aimed at your head. What do you do? What do you do? That shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment, or the moment defines you. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. And here we go. Say good night to the bad guy. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. No, no, I don't know. You said. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Tonight, I, uh... <laughs> I just had <laughs> to kill a lot of people! And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord! When I lay my vengeance upon you. Listen to me. Hey, you pay attention to me right now. There's no such thing as too far. Understand? You push everything as far as you can. You push and you push and you push until it starts pushing back. And then you push some goddamn more. You gotta let go of the past. And Mikey, when you do, I'm telling you, the future is beautiful. It's like manifest destiny. Don't tell me we didn't make it. We made it. Everybody gets one chance to do something great. Most people never take the chance, either because they're too scared or they don't recognize it when it spits on their shoes. This is your big chance, and you shouldn't let it go by. Everybody loves him, just like everybody loves you on the box. It's the same thing! No, it's not the same. People don't love him. They fear him. There's a difference. I lied to you, too, when I told you that I didn't want to be like you. Because I am like you. And everything good that I have inside of me, I have from you. We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. Medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits necessary to sustain life. Poetry. Beauty, romance, love, these are what we stay alive for.